The following is another Classic Kids Sports presentation. KKBR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Oh, that was beautiful, Doug. He got stuffed on a shot, the shuts, and he peeks out. Now he's stuffed down in a double. He's going to finish right. He's going to put Nelson right to his back, Doug. 30 seconds to go. He's getting the near fall. The two-point takedown. He's got a 3-2 lead. Today, it's the 20th Annual Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. I mean, James, this is where he's mean. Yeah, if, he, if he's got both both hooks in like that deep, if he can stretch him out here, although if Laux can get stood up, he may get a stalemate. 15 seconds to go. James up 6-4. to four. Laux, one more scramble. Oh, this is going to be close. We're looking for a reversal here, but James still has his hips high. And James is going to hold on and get the 6-4 win. Numerous area athletes qualified for the 2018 State Meet in Omaha. Today we'll chat with the head coaches and a few of the area qualifiers as we prepare for the biggest weekend of the season. All of the action is coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. And now for the 20th consecutive season, we'll take you live to the Classic Hits Studios in Kearney with sports director Doug Duda. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone. For the 21st consecutive year, we are here to talk high school wrestling on the Sunday before the state high school tournament in Omaha. Of course, when we started, it was in Lincoln and right after yesterday's district tournaments across the state of Nebraska, which have looked different here the last couple of years with the new serpentine system falling down to classes B, C, and D. Coming up, we'll be talking with area head coaches in this first hour and their wrestlers. We'll have Grand Island Northwest. We'll have Kearney High. We'll have Gibbon. We'll have Amherst. Uh, later on, we'll be talking with a, a variety of other folks uh, like Kearney Catholic and Ravenna as they will be rolling in. We'll talk with Grand Island Senior High, Hastings High, the number one team in Class B, Adams Central. We'll uh, look down to some of the Class D schools. We'll talk with Elwood. We'll talk with Wood River coach Darren Waddington. His son and Wood River may be one of the most interesting uh, storylines going into the state tournament. The Evan Waddington-Max Hughes potential matchup for the third time at 138 pounds. We'll have a couple of 138-pounders that could be going going for their fourth state championship on Saturday, which usually means now under the new NSAA guidelines, it would be the final matches on Saturday and what a run it could be. Ross Halford is going to join us here in just a moment for our opening preview, but just a quick little look at what went on. I want to start and tell you not a lot of people take a look at this, but the state duels will be the following week and we can tell you the teams that will be in. Carney and Grand Island have both qualified in Class A. Now, Class A is a little bit different. Right now, Carney would be the two and Grand Island would be the seven seed, but they take Take into account how many points you score at state and where you place at state, and so that could change. So Lincoln East, Kearney, Columbus, Gretna, Omaha, Burke, Millard South, Grand Island, and Lincoln Southeast are in in Class A. Now Classes B, C, and D are set in Class B. Blair's the number one seed. They'll get Skyler. Omaha Scott's the two seed. They'll get Wahoo Cedar Bluffs. Grand Island Northwest will be the three seed. They'll get Sydney. And Hastings, the five seed, will get Plattsmouth in the first round. The Class E state duels will have a Aquinas, the number one seed against Wilbur Claytonia. Battle Creek will take on Arlington. Broken Bow, the three seed, will get Loganview. And uh, Valentine, who's actually the number one team in the state, will be the five seed. And they'll get David City in the opening round. And what an opening round match that could be in Class C 
Ord and Central City just missed out on making it in, or the final team out was number nine. And in Class D, Burwell, the number one seed, will take on Pender. Pender actually only gets in because they won the D3 District Championship. There were four other teams, Perkin County, Palmer, Neely, Oakdale, and Oakland Craig, that had more points, but all the district champs automatically get in, so Burwell and Pender will face off in the first round. Mullen will get Cambridge, Elkhorn Valley will get Amherst, and Maxwell will take on Tri-County when the state duels come to Kearney for the final time at the UNK Health and Sports Center on Saturday, February the 24th. As we get ready for Omaha, always like to throw this reminder out. It seems even after all these years, some of the fans a little confused. Classes B and C will begin wrestling Thursday morning at 9.30. They will wrestle the opening round and the quarterfinals, and then classes A and D won't even take to the mat until 4 o'clock on Thursday when they wrestle their first two rounds. Then wrestlebacks throughout the day on Friday, the semifinals live here on Classic Hits 98.9 Friday night begin at 5 o'clock, and the championships this year on Saturday will begin at 2 o'clock. They've been at 3 for a while. They will begin at 2 o'clock on Saturday, and we will be talking with Ross Halford from Husker Matt when we return here on the 20th Annual Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. In the market for some Galvay? See Mike or Del Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galvay. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See FlowRank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. FlowRank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. It's the way we like to start every wrestling rally before we break down uh, with the coaches and the qualifiers uh, how things look from yesterday's district. Ross Halford from Husker Matt is with us. And, uh, Ross, I think we've been doing this about the same amount of years, our rally and the way that you've been taking care of Husker Matt. And uh, I heard a lot of different opinions over the last couple of days with the changing of the format for wrestling, especially now that the Serpentine has started to come into play in the lower classes. And then as we talked off air, it looked like it may have worked out in a variety of places. We'll, we'll get into all of that, but we are seeing some changing of the guard uh, from around here. And uh, one of those is Amherst. Will Carney have enough to uh, compete for the Class A state title? Lincoln East uh, really runs over things in Class A. Hastings and Northwest put up a heck of a battle in the Class B2 district, so a lot of stuff to go on uh, locally, but we always have a few things that stand out across the state. I always like to just get your uh, opening comments on uh, what stood out to you from across the districts yesterday. Well, in Class A, uh, of course, you mentioned Carney and Lincoln East, and uh, you know what started out as a three-team race in Class A uh, has moved down to two with uh, Gretna. They've just got too many injuries, and and so, you know, then you start looking at Lincoln East Kearney, and you mentioned Lincoln East, uh, the only 
team in the state this year to bring all 14 to Omaha. They scored 257 points out of that A4 district. And Carney gets 12 down, but, you know, they leave two key kids at home that can, you know, that they really need. Uh, you know, they would have had to have been perfect to beat Lincoln East anyways. And without Dale and Ritchie and, unfortunately, uh, Chera, who, you know, I spent time in the ratings this year um, as well. That certainly hurts uh, Hurts Kearney, um, again, in, in Class B, some great districts, uh, great battle between uh, Hastings and Grand Island Northwest down at Beatrice um, as well. But I still think at this point here, Scott finally healthy, uh, full strength. Uh, uh, they really ran over that York district up there, and uh, I think it's going to be hard to beat them in Omaha. It might be a different story at the state duels in a few weeks, but uh, I think Scott a favorite, and and in Class C, a great uh, team race out west. Uh, we saw with Broken Bow and, and Valentine, uh, a point and a half uh, difference with Valentine winning that. Uh, um, that I, I think that was kind of your headliner out there. Arlington uh, wins uh, the North Bend District at a C3, first time in 40 years that uh, the Eagles have, uh, have, uh, have had a district a team championship. And then in Class D, Burwell, Elkhorn Valley, and have been 1-2 um, all year. They uh, they lead the pack, although it is interesting with uh, Mullen being the actual two seed at the um, district. They, obviously, you can see that that Oakland Craig uh, D4 district was, was very tough um, up there with four teams that qualify out of the state duels um, from there, including uh, Amherst and Denton, Cambridge, Oakland Valley, and Troy County. So. I know um, it can't be at every district, just the one I was at, the D3. A couple of things that stood out, Braden Gomez from Axtell got uh, knocked out, and he won't be going. And then you've got two-time champion Devin Walker, uh, who was injured and will go in as a four seed. Uh, his draw looks okay, but when you get to this time of the year, unless it's an illness, those injuries you don't have a lot of time to recover from. Were there some other big-time names uh, that were left home from across the state? Oh, without question. You know, sometimes with these districts, here, you, you know, we come we come back, and we're talking about other things that go on, um, um, you know, uh, ancillary things off the mat type stuff, nonsense like we've seen. But this year, I think one of the big themes is absolutely injuries um, to key wrestlers. Um, you know, right at the top of my list, uh, Evan Welsh out of Bishop Newman, uh, was an unbeaten uh, heavyweight. Now, two years ago, he was a state runner-up in uh, in Class C, um, had some injuries and. Things that have kind of sidelined him in the past year, but this year he he was unbeaten. Um, he was on track for a great matchup in the district finals with uh, um, with Leopardink from Syracuse and gets uh, injured uh, in the uh, semifinals. He actually lost that match to Zagurski out of Winnebago, which is also a great story for the second year program to have him qualify. Um, but gets a concussion apparently and uh, doesn't even wrestle in the blood round. So you have uh, him that doesn't qualify. I saw the Kircher kid out of Southwest, a heavyweight, uh, didn't uh, didn't make it in, and uh, and then we had some kids um, that uh, didn't even weren't even entered, you know, to start off with. Uh, Bonham kid out of Omaha, Burke out of A three, um, did not uh, did not make it. So, but you know, again, we've got some injuries, like you mentioned with Walker. Um, you know, what's his status? Uh, there's a serious question about uh, the Eastern kid who's ranked second in Class B at 182. What will his health be? Also, uh, Jordan Johnson rated second all year in Class B at 145. Um, 
he finishes fourth out of the district, but he you know forfeited out in the in the uh, medal match to finish fourth. So again, what's his status? Um, so yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of injuries. It's uh, it's a game of attrition at this point in the season, and it's just uh, we can stay uh, healthy at this point. Talking with Ross Halford of uh, Husker Matt here on the Doug and Daddy Show, uh, getting ready, I guess our wrestling rally, I should say. We talked with him before the districts on the Doug and Daddy Show. One of the things that we wanted to keep an eye on, uh, you don't see something like this very often. Usually when a guy is going for four-timer, he's in pretty good control, but this Max Hughes, Evan Waddington uh, get-together has been interesting. We had another great one yesterday in the district finals, so they're one and one against each other. The only loss either one have is against each other, and all of us are hoping that we see it one more time on Saturday. Yeah, those two, uh, those two go back. Of course, a couple years, uh, two years ago, uh, they met in the state finals in Class C, and uh, and that was uh, uh, Max Hughes who got the, the pin uh, in that match, and they wrestled earlier this year. And you know, with Max, uh, he you know he had an off season uh, unfortunate uh, car accident, and uh, so he he was sidelined for you know, quite a while. And I think when he wrestled in that first match uh, that those two had this year, he was still kind of rounded into shape and, and getting back into the swing of things. And that's not to take anything away from Evan Waddington. He's a great uh, wrestler in his own right. Um, but yesterday at North Bend 138 uh, finals, uh, Max Hughes wins a four to two. Haven't had a chance to talk to, to too many people about the details of that match, but uh, um you know, for for Waddington, uh, then his draw, I believe he lands on the same side as a, a very tough uh, Justin White out of David City. So he's got a little tougher road to get to the finals than uh, than Max Hughes does. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens, uh, uh, and if both of them can get back to the uh, finals in uh, next Saturday afternoon. Ross, what about some of the other kids that are going for three times as a junior, four times as a senior? What do their roads look like? Yeah, well, you know, Tyler Pawlowski, I looked at his bracket. He's out of Pleasanton. He's a junior from, uh, he's a two-time state champ. And, you know, in my opinion, I think there's one kid in that bracket that's pretty capable uh, of, of beating him. Uh, he's on the other side of the bracket. That's uh, um, Trevor Nelson, state runner-up from Crawford from a year ago. He's a senior. He's Awful tough, and uh, and also Ibach from Central Valley has wrestled him, uh, I think, three times this year, and we're sat in the out in the uh, D three finals yesterday. They met again in Polanski, and I won ten to five. Um, so, um, you know, he you know he's not a shoe in. Um, you know, like I said, I, I I'm really interested to see what happens if, if that's Trevor Nelson in the finals um, as well. Derek Robb out of uh, Sydney, uh, 57-0 on the year. I mentioned on Twitter last night that Sydney qualifying for the state um, duels, he could potentially end uh, the season with a 64-0 record, which is just incredible. <laughs> you just keep getting more matches. But, um, you know, he's obviously a big favorite at that weight, but I am uh, interested to see how he matches up with a kid like uh, Caleb Canoyer, who really handled uh, Dalton Quant yesterday down at Beatrice in the B2-152 finals. And Kenoyer is probably uh, he's probably the most put-together kid in the entire state at any weight. Uh, when you see him, uh, you know, you just wonder. Uh, the kid must just absolutely live in the weight room. He's a different style of wrestler that I'm fairly certain Derek Robb has probably never seen before. 
Um, so that will be interesting. And then uh, a big favorite in Class D um, with uh, Cameron uh, Riggs out of uh, Maxwell. And not only is he looking for sports state title, but he's the fourth wrestler to ever finish a uh, career um, unbeaten. And he's a uh, significant uh, um, favorite. And, uh, you know, I would fully expect that that he'll be in the state finals. And that should be the last uh, weight in the way that uh, NSAA has ran things in the recent years as they, they saved those matches for that. So potentially at 138, you'll have uh, uh, Max Hughes and uh, Cameron Riggs uh, both um, competing for their fourth state title at the same time. Always fun time. like the way that they have uh, kind of made some tweaks here over the last uh, few years with the uh, NSAA State Tournament. We'll talk with Ross a little bit later on in the wrestling rally because the state duels then are the following week uh, at UNK, and then after that, uh, things are going to kind of change with that duel format. But before we let you go for the first time here, Ross, uh, uh, storylines as we head into Omaha, uh, any changes, anything uh, folks need to know? We talked a little bit about the team race and the four-time state champions. What else do uh, fans need to know as they prepare to head to Omaha? Well, um, actually, non-wrestling related, if you go onto the NSAA's uh, website or, uh, or or you look at their Twitter account, um, I've, I've seen uh, a lot of uh, mentions, again, of the clear bag policy this year. Yeah. I know it's not wrestling related, but it is important stuff, so go and make sure you read that because uh, uh, I think that's uh, different. They've really been emphasizing that this year, and they want to let fans know ahead of time uh, you know, what you can and can't bring into uh, – into the uh, CenturyLink Center, so uh, uh, definitely uh, take a look at that. Um, otherwise, um, I think it, it, it should be uh, business as usual. I mean, you know, Ron Higdon at the NSA always you know, has a few tweets and things like that, but sometimes they like to keep that stuff under wraps. But you know, as usual, it'll be a great uh, you know promotion for the semifinals on Friday night and the championship finals on uh, on Saturday. So. Ross Halford, Husker Matt, we'll talk with him again towards the end of the wrestling rally. Always appreciate uh, Ross's time here on the KKPR Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. Ross, we'll talk with you in a little bit. Sounds great. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meat's freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market. CRAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. 
Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, Seedsmanship at Work. And welcome back, everyone, to the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally here on KKPR and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If you're joining us on the Internet, glad to have you along with us today. We welcome in Grand Island Northwest, who pushed number one Hastings to the very last match yesterday. Coach Brian Seabrands joins us. Coach, we talked with you last week on the Doug and Daddy Show, coming off that big Central Conference title, the, the highs and the lows, but I don't think you're probably too low being a point away from Hastings yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it stings a little bit, uh, a little disappointed. Our kids are disappointed, but, uh, you know, we've had a great season the whole year, and uh, to lose the number one team by a point and a half, that says a lot about our kids and where we're at. But, uh, yeah, Hastings had a great tournament. I think they had four or five champs, and that's what kind of sealed the deal for them. Kind of rock and roll all the way along, and I'm, then I'm sure on the ride home, it's like, man, we just didn't have a good finals round. Uh, you know, you got to get to the finals to not have a good finals round. How do you weigh that? Um, you know, I I just thought that they had better matchups than we did in the finals. Um, you know, we just we had some really tough matchups in the finals, and uh, you know, uh, but I think uh, we're set up well for the state tournament. Uh, our kids are hungry, and you know, like I said, if they weren't disappointed yesterday, I'd be a little concerned. But I know they were disappointed because that was one of our goals to be district champs, and uh, and I think it'll just drive us even harder to be where we want to be. You also get to be in the state duels here in a couple of weeks as a high seed. You're a number three seed. We talked about maybe not being respected in the rankings. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys just continue to prove it week in and week out on the mat. Yeah, you know, we, and we talk about it weekly with our kids. And, uh, you know, I think we're sitting really well at third seed. Um, we've wrestled Sydney before. Um, obviously, they, they wrestled really well this weekend, Sydney did. And, uh, you know, and on our side, I mean, we have Omaha Scott and Wahoo. But, uh, I like our chances as a dual team to get to the finals if we take one duel at a time. As you take a look at what the goal is for this team, I mean, if you can finish second to the number one team in districts, you got to feel pretty good about maybe what this group of eight can do down there in Omaha. Have you guys discussed that yet? Yeah, I mean, we, we talked a lot about it on the way down here uh, today. Um, you know, like I've told these kids, we just got to take one match at a time and uh, – can't look past anybody when it gets to the state tournament because everybody's zero on zero when you get down there. But uh, I, I really felt really good about our matchups, and uh, I think we can do a lot of damage down there. I think it would be unfair to have Marcos come up first for the guys, wouldn't it? That would be totally unfair. <laughs> that would be totally unfair for sure. <laughs> he's, he's not hiding in the back, but uh, we'll talk to him in a little bit. Uh, let's just go ahead and uh, get a couple questions to the kids here. We sure. usually just run them from weight to weight. So 113 uh, was first for you guys, so let's go 113 pounds. And uh, that brings in Colin Quant. Uh, Colin, thanks for coming over. Congratulations. Thank you. What was it like yesterday? I mean, you're a six-pounder was uh, in, a, in a weight class that had, what was it, six or seven guys with 30-plus wins yesterday. Uh, had to be a bummer because I'm sure you wrestled him a lot in the weight room or in the wrestling room. Yeah, um, I practiced with him every day, and it was kind of hard to watch him have to go through that. Um, last year, I had to fight back through the bracket to be able to go to state, and not being able, not him not being able to go through was kind of hard to watch. You also had a pretty tough bracket, and you had to come back through the heartbreak round again. Uh, talk about your your uh, match uh, that you lost, and then how you were able to come back through. Um, I that's actually exactly how it happened for me last year too. I had won my first two matches, 
And then I had wrestled the – I lost in the semifinals to a kid I had already beat this year. And so that was kind of hard just mentally thinking, like, you know, I've beat him. I should, why couldn't I beat him? But coming back through, I knew I needed to make it, and I knew I needed to beat two better kids um, to be able to help my team also. Tell us who you got in the first round at State. Uh, I have Tyler Curtis from uh, Fort Calhoun. Um, I have never seen him wrestle. I've, um, I think I've heard a few things about him like throughout rankings, but I haven't seen him wrestle and really don't know what to think about him. And I think my best chance is just to wrestle my match and not worry about rankings or anything. All right, Colin, thanks for coming over today. I know it takes a little hunk out of your Sunday. Thanks for doing that. Yep, thank you. Hope the orange T-shirt's worth it. <laughs> we bring in Grayson Freeze. This qualifying for state never gets old, does it, Grayson? Welcome back over, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Great to have you over here. To, uh, your district final, I mean, uh, with Kyle, you're very uh, familiar with him. Tell me a little bit about uh, your struggles, your matches with him over your career and, and how it went yesterday. I mean, I've never beat him in my high school career, so it's been it's been kind of hard and devastating. I've lost him every single time I've seen him. Um, I mean, the closest I've gone to him was earlier in the season. I only lost to him by one point. So, I mean, I was kind of, you know, excited to be in this match in the finals yeah, yesterday, and then he just took it to me and pinned me at the, at the end. So it was just kind of hard for me. If you're a freshman or the first year you're in that varsity lineup, you're kind of hoping to get to state. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, if you've made it, you're saying, okay, my goal is to get back. Well, now, what's the goal as you go down to state again for a third time? Well, I mean, my goal this year is to, um, you know, make the finals this year. I mean, I have a chance. I just have to. I, uh, my first match roundup is uh, Carson York from Ferryberry. And then I have, and then I either have Chase Larson or um, the Sydney kid, Jacob Peckman. So, and then I just got to wrestle Andy Rojas. I lost to him 10-8 to this season, so. Have you seen the Fairbury kid being yes, a conference opponent? What's uh, what's that story been like? Uh, I pinned him. I pinned him at the beginning of the season this year, so I should go out there and do it again. So I'm like that. All right, Grayson. Thanks for coming over, man. Uh, good luck down in Omaha. Thank you. Let's go uh, bring in Dalton Quant now. Uh, we're wrestling for uh, Grand Island Northwest. We're talking with the uh, Islander, or excuse me, with the uh, Northwest wrestlers here. We'll talk with the Islanders a little bit later on uh, in the show. But uh, Dalton, uh, where'd you get the hat, man? That's like uh, an antique Reagan Bush hat. Where does a guy get a trucker hat like that, man? Armadillo Hat Company. God. What, yeah. So just ordered it right off online, huh? Yep. You guys were out there joking a little bit uh, about social media, and, and you guys are all so used to it. I mean, you're on Twitter. You've been on Twitter. You've been on Facebook since you were old enough to run a computer or run, an, uh, run a phone. How different is it now that you can either communicate as friends with somebody or talk a little smack with somebody that, might not, uh, that you may never ever have talked to before? I don't know. I'm really, I really don't get into that stuff that much, but I don't know. Some of that stuff just makes me laugh. I mean, <laughs> sometimes I wish that, you know, that uh, the hype wasn't so big. But then again, sometimes I feel like it kind of adds a little bit of fuel to people's fire and adds some excitement in at the state tournament. You're 44-4, and four, a senior. Uh, your last go-around here, what does it mean to uh, get back down to Omaha? Man, I'm just excited. I want to go down there, give it everything I've got. I mean, I know I've got state duels behind me still, but it's been a goal ever since I was a little kid to make it down to state and make it to finals and be a state champ. And, I mean, Derek Robb is absolute stud, but I feel like 
I'll take my draw, and I feel like I have a decent chance to make it to finals and give it one last go. Talk about your opening match. Uh, I've got the Ogallala kid. I've never really wrestled him. Haven't really heard anything about him. Um, I guess we'll see when we get down there. All right, Dalton, uh, sport the hat, man. Great to see you. Good Thank luck. You. That's going to bring in the 170-pounder, Blake Westerby, joining us here on the Wrestling Rally from Grand Island Northwest. Uh, Blake, how you doing, man? Uh, not too bad. How about yourself? Well, I'm getting along. I remember two years ago, three years ago, when Northwest, and, and beyond that, when Northwest used to come over, all the guys that qualified for state were little. They were 06, they were 13. Now most of the team that made it to state, and you got some good young guys. We've talked to a few of them. Your six-pounder oh, yeah. is good enough to be there. But uh, what's it like? Uh, the football team's getting better. Is this a whole all-year-long thing that uh, you guys are all getting bigger and, and able to fill some of these upper weight classes? Oh, yeah, it's a whole a whole kind of school thing. It started with football. We just started winning, and we kind of want to keep it going a little bit for, fo- or for wrestling. And then uh, we got most of our guys, uh, seniors and juniors, that are – a lot more uh, stronger and faster than we were last year. We're just ready to take it to them. 170, when you were in the off season and with all the guys that can be there, was 170, did you know that's where you were going to be, or did you have to do some adjusting to get your body to 170? Uh, I kind of knew I'd be at 170. Uh, over summer, I was about 180, 185. I wasn't too big, so I kind of knew I'd be able to get that weight. My dad was kind of pushing me to go a little heavier. Uh, but I was told him, you know, 170 would be the perfect way for me. Just one class up what I was the year before and the uh, weight that I could be competitive at. Jeb told me you couldn't beat him anyway, so you weren't going to oh, be moving up, man. About that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me about your first-round opponent. Um, I have Garrett Savick from Kozad. I've never seen him before, but I've been told uh, I pinned a kid that he beat by two points. So, you know, theoretically I should have him, but, you know, it's a state tournament. Everything's different. Everyone wrestles a little harder. And matches get a little longer, so it just kind of comes down to whoever has the most heart. What will it take for you to get another shot at Damon Pape, of course, the undefeated wrestler from Hastings who is the number one kid? Oh, yeah, I have to beat uh, my Kozad kid. And then next I should have maybe a, a Blair kid who in the, earlier in the season beat me by one point off of the locked hands I had. So if I get lucky and uh, I wrestle him off as well as I should, then I should have him. And then there's uh, Billy Higgins, who would be in my semis. He's a, obviously a, a stud, too, 14-1. Uh, so it would be a really impressive match. So hopefully I uh, might have to beat him and then get back to Damian Pate. Let me, uh, let me ask you an unfair question, Blake. How does one lock their hands? You can't grab the jersey. Uh, there's a lot of the things you can't do, but the locked hand seems to be the tech violation that happens the most in all of wrestling. Yeah, it just comes down to um, you can't touch your hands or arms at all if you're around your opponent. So I had a, a takedown right on the edge of the mat and just kind of trying to hold him down. I had my hands around his legs, and just my arms are touching, and that counted as locked hands. So that took off a point. And that's so a horrible call is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, thanks for coming in. Uh, good luck down there. All right, thank you. We'll bring in that 82-pounder and Jeb South, right, Jeb? He couldn't beat yeah. you. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, Jeb, uh, heading back to state again, uh, a runner-up yesterday, uh, coming in with a record of 35-11 and 11, uh, as a senior. Tell me a little bit about how your year has gone uh, for, for Northwest. Um, this started out really good. Um, I did pretty good until part through the year I started kind of falling down but this is my peak every year I always peak right around state which is obviously the best I think how great was it to win conference a week ago what was that like um I didn't win oh, I mean as, as a, a team, team as a team like, yeah uh, yeah as a team oh that was great that was our first win in 34 years I thought it was a big deal 
we were talking all week about how if we won, then we would make history, and we did so, even without a weight class. Now, Grady Grease is going to come up next here, and he's like the poster boy for Granola Northwest this year. Uh, you tangle with him in the room much? Yeah, I'm his partner. I wrestle him all the time. Um, I've been wrestling him since last year. We've been back and forth, and this year, yeah, stepped up a notch. What is it that you think maybe you've helped him with, and what has he helped you with? Um, I've helped him with, uh, he's learned how to counter all my, my power moves. I do a lot of strength stuff. I do, he does all the quick stuff, basically. That's the difference between me and him. We're opposite wrestlers. He's taught me a lot in the single legs. I've taught him a lot of high crotches and throws and stuff. Tell me about uh, your opponent down at state. I got Drake Raider. Uh, he's from Plattsmith. I've, um, I think, yeah, I ranked high, I placed higher than at the Plattsmith tournament. Uh, I think that if I wrestle my hardest, I can, in my best, I'll pass him up and make it to Preston Melray and, it's going to be a big match for me. Yeah, he's pretty decent. I wrestled him three times this year, yeah. Getting closer? Yeah, every, every match has been a little bit closer. Last one was within five points. I know, the, I know the guy that always wins says, you know, you hate wrestling the guy time and time again. Mm -hmm. So uh, we wish you the best, Jeb. Good luck down there in Omaha. Thank you. Uh, Grady Grease joins, joins us next. Uh, man, you're doing good, son. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, I don't even know where to start with you. Uh, you know, you're 51 and 0. You don't wrestle until the end of the period. Uh, you're, I mean, as far as the end of the match, uh, you've done such a great job all season long. Uh, as a sophomore, take us through kind of how you grew up, uh, what you did before you got into high school with your wrestling career. Well, I've been wrestling since ever since I was four. So I started at Northwest Little Kids Program. Then I ended up going to Team GI. It was a really good program and it pushed me hard over at Gish, and then I've been wrestling all over the place well, at different clubs and places like Wood River. I went over there and wrestled with Evan Waddington a little bit, and yeah. When did you get big? When did you hit your growth spurt, or were you always a big kid? Well, I gained probably like 40 pounds over this summer, so it was, yeah, and I grew 20 pounds probably every year other oh. than that. What were some of the cool spots you got to travel to before you were in high school wrestling with some of the summer programs and some of these teams? I got to go to Danville, Illinois. That was really fun. So, yeah. Heard some of the guys out there. I've had cousins that went out there and wrestled at Danville. I heard yeah. that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's great. Tell me a little bit about how your season – did you expect to be as successful as you have been so far this year? I knew I was going to have to work hard and do good. I thought I'd, I figured I'd do pretty good, but I didn't think I'd do this good. What's been a couple of the highlights for you so far? I mean, uh, you've tied, what is it, the, the most pins in a single season, I think. You were able to do that yesterday. Uh, a lot of goals as just a sophomore. What's been a couple of the highlights for you so far this year? Uh, pinning Ethan Gabriel was probably one of the top moments so oh, far sure. this year. Oh, sure. He's from Ward. I'm from Ward. you got to throw that in my face. <laughs> yeah. Is that what's going on? Yeah. No, that's great. Great. I mean, that's, that's great. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead and tell yeah. me more about that match. Yeah. Um, I pretty much just went out there and took it right to him and didn't stop until it was over. So that was a good match. And yeah. There's another uh, obviously undefeated wrestler in your weight class. That doesn't happen very often. As you look at the, I mean, it's one match at a time. I know you've got a kid from Sydney right off the get-go here, but uh, what about, what's, what, what are you thinking? I mean, everybody's got to be thinking about that parade of champions. Uh, how, do, how do you make sure that you get through Thursday before you start thinking about Friday and then on Saturday? Yeah, it's been a dream of mine since I was a little kid to be in the parade of champions. So I just got to take it one match at a time and 
don't look past anyone and uh yeah so well grady I, I know we'll be able to hear a lot more from you over the next three years and beyond so uh good luck this weekend all right thank you that's the 195 pounder 51 and 0 grady grease uh, joining us here let's move up to 220 pounds cooper kaiser is with us so close yesterday man so close yeah. are you okay with that um well got a pretty good draw so you can say i'm happy and we talk about that sometimes you pull I mean, and I'm not saying it would have been an upset yesterday. I'm saying you get first, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm on the wrong side. You get yeah. second, you go, that's cool. Uh, tell us uh, why it worked out for you here. Um, well, first up, I've got a kid from Wayne who I just got to focus on and beat him. And then um, the champion in my quarter bracket is um, John Merton from Boone Central. And I beat him earlier this season, so I think I can get to the semis. And I just got to focus on that match after that. Kind of the same thing as uh, one of your teammates. If you do get to the semis, you'll probably get another Holdridge kid and Titus, who you're yep. probably pretty familiar with. Yeah, I wrestled him. What is it? Two to yeah, two times this year. Not really close the first time, but the second time I took him to overtime. So I think I can do that again. What can you guys uh, have you talked about your team goal for for Omaha this week yet? Win it. Number one's always in our mind. Well, that's a pretty good goal to have out there. Did you come up with that as a, as a team, or was that something the coaches kind of threw out there to you? It was our team, our guys, just us thinking the best we can do. Okay, now before we bring Marcus in, because we all know the question I've got to ask him from yesterday, how did you guys talk to him? What did you say to him as a team after the final match yesterday? Just he wrestled best as he could, just – He's good, and he knows that he just sometimes lets the rankings get in his head, but we know he can beat those kids. Well, uh, it, we will talk to him next here, and uh, good luck down at State. Yep, thank you. That's the 220-pounder in uh, Cooper Kaiser. All right, buddy, how you doing? Uh, good. Man, I, I, we've been joking. We're going to talk to the Hastings High coach. We're going to talk to the Adams Central coach. Could you hear the fans while you were wrestling that heavyweight championship? And again, folks, if you don't know, the district title came down to the heavyweight match yesterday, and Marcos uh, got clipped three to one at the end. Uh, and if anybody wins one more match or gets a point anywhere along the way, it's different. But it's just that the spotlight ends up being on you. Yeah. Could you hear the crowd yesterday? Uh, kind of. I was kind of mostly focused on the match, you know, just trying to win and do my best on it. What did coach tell you before you went out there for that match? Uh, just try to wrestle the, how I've been wrestling, so pretty much the same. The best part is you're going to state and you're a number two seed, uh, so yeah. how did you feel coming home yesterday? Did you feel happy? Did you feel sad? Did you just say, hey, it's another meet, we're going to Omaha? How'd you feel? Uh, I felt pretty good, you know. I had uh, I felt bad about the team, you know, losing, but, you know, I just felt good going to state. Tell us a little bit about uh, who you're going to get down there at the state meet. I have uh, Nathan uh, Loader from Alliance, and uh, I don't know, I've wrestled him uh yeah, UNK duels, and, you know, it didn't go my way, but hopefully I have a better chance this time. How fun has this season been for you guys? You're starting to cross some more goals off of the team list right yeah. now. Yeah, it's been a fun time this, uh, as a team, working together and everything. Marcos, man, can't wait to see you medal down at State, all right? Thanks. Brian, uh, again, you know, that's that's rough there. It's like sending the kicker out for a 50-yard field goal and it hits the upright. I mean, it could have went either way. And like I said, somebody could have won an extra point on Friday night and, and changed this whole thing. So uh, it, it's it's what makes sports kind of great. It does. You know, there's just a couple matches you'd always like to have back. But, uh, you know, if we're going to lose to anybody, Hastings is a great team to lose to. And hopefully we'll see them down the road and 
Hopefully we can beat them by a point now. Well, there you go. That'll be great. Guys, thanks for coming over and spending some of your Sunday with us. Brian, thanks for the time, man. Thank you so much for having us. That's Grand Island Northwest. Uh, seems like the first crew coming in. We always have the most wrestlers, and we take the longest to talk. But we've got Carney High coming up. We've got Gibbon. We've got Amherst, uh, Ravenna, Northwest uh, coming out. We've got Grand Island. So, guys, uh, uh, congratulations, and we'll see you in Omaha. There you go. You have it for the uh, Grand Island Northwest wrestlers trying to win and bring home a uh, plaque in Class B. We'll be back with more on the Wrestling Rally right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop would all like to wish the Pleasanton Bulldogs best of luck this season. Visit the River Stop before and after the game to get your snacks, drinks, and even pizzas. Go Bulldogs from Nichols Repair, Lammers Truck Line, and the River Stop, all of Pleasanton. And welcome back. We're glad to have you along with us here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. We're going to bring in the Gibbon Buffaloes, who were over at the C3, finished in sixth yesterday as a team, and uh, get some kids that are going to go to Omaha as well. Coach Jim Anderson with us. Coach, thanks for uh, bringing the kids over. How are you doing? Well, doing fine. Got through it anyway. So. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about, uh, I've asked a couple of the coaches, we'll hear on some uh, recorded interviews later on, this Serpentine deal has kind of changed who you see. Uh, your thoughts on what you've seen so far from the from the Serpentine? Well, uh, you know, that makes it hard depending upon your schedule. You want to go see some people before the district tournament, but you never know who's going to be in it from year to year. So that makes a little bit of a difference. Uh, but I think it's a good thing. Um, it travel-wise and so forth kind of causes some problems and but works out okay uh tell me about the four kids that you're going to be taking to omaha well i got a pretty good bunch here going with me actually uh and it's real nice they've got all of them this will be i don't know it'll be lane's third state tournament chase's fourth jacob's third what second i think so they've all got uh Quite a bit of state wrestling experience, so that'll be nice. Been a real good group of seniors. Uh, just can't say enough about them. Well, I, I just remember watching these guys wrestle a little bit, but knocking mouthpiece out of other football players to, in the fall, too. I mean, uh, these guys from their freshman year on, now that most of them uh, have accomplished that uh, senior leadership here, uh, they've really been a good part of this given uh, um, guys sports run here over the last four years yeah and not only that they're all leaders in school they're uh you know you never have to worry about them getting in any trouble or anything else they've got uh good grades and and all so it's uh we're gonna miss them i don't 
kind of hate to give them any credit like that, <laughs> but we are going to miss them there. Well, they're pretty good wrestlers, I'll tell you that. Uh, what about uh, your season uh, overall? You guys had, had even been rated. You had some pretty good uh, uh, wrestlers that won't be going to the state tournament. Uh, tell me about where you think the program is right yeah, now. Yeah, it was kind of a roller coaster year, I guess. Uh, we had, of course, these guys were, were pretty uh, steady all the way through, but we lost some early, and we you know, for different things. And so our numbers were down a little bit. Uh, and, you know, each week, I told these guys earlier, their character, uh, when you have to fight some things off, your character really shows. And, and theirs did, and it showed up for the better. All these guys have, uh, well, Wyatt's got 30, but everybody else got over 40 wins. And uh, Wyatt just probably didn't wrestle as many matches, or he would have been at 42. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, each each and every one of these guys have to have uh, metal expectations in Omaha. Yeah, I sure think so. Uh, you know, obviously there's some teams taking more people, but uh, all of them are, and I told them at the beginning of the year, they need to be thinking about state championships, not just making it and so forth, that, it's their time to shine. So, Giving Coach Jim Anderson with us, let's talk to the guys here on the wrestling rally. Then we're going to be talking with folks from Amherst and uh, Kearney High as well. Let's just go with uh, the weight classes here. and uh, We'll start with Lane Brown, 43-6 and six as a senior. Lane, thanks for coming over. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. How tough was this district? Uh, it wasn't really like all the other ones past three years, but it's mostly it was pretty hard, I guess. Tell me a little bit about uh, the competition that you saw over there, uh, who beat you, who you had to beat to, to get to state. Uh, first round I had a bye, and then second round I versed uh, Donovan Trumbull Kid, and he came in prepared. He was better, re he wrestled better than he did at the beginning of the season. And so I lost that, and then jumped cross-bracketed, and then I had to wrestle a superior kid that I beat earlier in the season. I beat him, and then I uh, had to wrestle a Syracuse kid that I also beat during the season. Then the heartbreak round with the Syracuse kid, just winning that and knowing that I was going to state really did it for me this year. And then the third place match, I had a freshman from uh, Loganview, and it worked out good in the end. Doesn't always work uh, when you're plump coming out of that uh, uh, consolation bracket after getting beat on on Friday night. Uh, so what did it feel like? What was it like Friday night uh, when you got ready for weigh-in Saturday, uh, knowing that you're going to have to win quite a few matches? Uh, I just losing that. I knew I had to get my head back right and get on the right page uh, so I can make a trip down to Omaha this year. All right, Lane, good luck down there, man. All right, thank you. We're talking with the Gibbon Buffaloes. Chase Smith's going to come in. He's the 132-pounder, and uh, Chase was the uh, runner-up yesterday. Also 40 wins, 41-4. and four. How you doing? I'm doing good. You, you okay? Sometimes with that, when you get the runner-up, it's against a kid that you know is probably favored, or sometimes you don't win when you think you're supposed to win. Are you satisfied with the way the districts went? Uh, not really. I wish I could have won that finals match, but kind of worked out in my favor. I got... Cody Yon on my side instead of Kelber. <laughs> <laughs> he, that just makes that lets you know who he's thinking. And of course, Jordan Kelber has done so many good things up at Valentine, 36-1 and one, uh, as a senior. Uh, you're going to take on a kid from Bridgeport, a freshman. I'm guessing no idea anything about this kid. Uh -uh. Tell me a little bit about your style. 
of wrestling? Uh, high scoring, low scoring, scrambler? I, uh, what's I like, it like? I like to get more into some scramble positions when I'm on my feet. On top, more of either legging or going to a tight waist and a wrist. We're with Chase Smith uh, here of uh, Gibbon. Uh, tell me a little bit about why you're better this year as a wrestler. Where did you improve? Um, practices were a lot more forward. You know, you had to work hard. We were always constantly moving. And I dedicated myself a little more, got out into some wrestling in the summertime and stuff like that. How cool is it to have this senior class do as well as you've been doing? It's pretty great. A lot of great bonds made through the sport. And uh, as you get ready to go to Omaha, what's what's kind of bouncing around in your head? Just ready to wrestle down there, going down there again for the fourth time, and just ready. What's different? What's different now that you're going as a senior as opposed to the other years? I know it's my last time to be able to ever go down there and medal, so looking to go get a medal. All right, let's get it done. All right. Thanks for coming in, Chase. Thank you. Chase Smith joins us here. Let's move on to a district champion, Jacob Tracy. He's 41-2. and two. He'll take on a David City kid, a freshman in the first round. Jacob, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going pretty good. I can't believe you're a senior already. I can't believe most of you. I, I can't believe you guys are seniors already. Does it seem like it's flown by? Uh, time flies and you're having fun, I guess. Well, there you go. What What's the wrestling room been like this year at Gibbon compared to maybe the last couple years? You guys have had success, but maybe even a little more success this year. Yeah, um, uh, we took on a new coach uh, my junior year last year, and it's uh, a lot of changes um, for the better, um, I guess. We don't have as many guys out, but uh, who we have is, you know, we're here to compete and pretty tough in the room. We're hard on each other. I was going to say, if, if somebody picks up the bracket, this C-152, I mean, everyone's tough, but you look at the other three district champs all have incredible records, so I don't think it matters where you got drawn in at. Uh, how tough and how many of these guys have you seen before that are in the rankings? Um, I've seen uh, Chandler Stone. I wrestled him at Wood River. Um... I won that one. It was a pretty close match. And then um, Connor Bates, or uh, is that Connor Bates? Bates? Cooper Bates. Cooper Bates. Yep. Um, I wrestled him at uh, uh, the dual tournament, Carney Catholic. Um, and uh, he won that one in overtime. So that's all I've seen, though, so far this year. What, uh, what, what are the true expectations? Uh, can you wrestle? I mean, I suppose first it's to get to Friday night and see what happens. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely get it Friday night would be uh Oh, the ultimate goal for me to, I guess the finals is everybody's ultimate goal. And what's next for Jacob Tracy once he's done at Gibbon High School? Um, I'm looking to um, go to Wayne State University, and uh, um, I don't think I'm going to do any athletics, but I'll probably just get my um, education in um, industrial arts, become a shop teacher. That's what, <laughs> my goal, I guess. Well, sounds good. Jacob, best of luck with that. Best of luck this weekend. Hey, thank you. And we're going to bring in White Key to wrap things up. I'll just start with that. Uh, what are you going to do after high school, Wyatt? Uh, I'm going to go to UNK and play some football. What do you think? Uh, I mean, you're, you're a pretty good athlete at everything. Why was football what you decided to do? Just always been the favorite sport. Um, it, I just love football, I guess. Tell me a little bit about uh, what sold you on UNK. What, what were some of the other places you were considering and why UNK? I uh, really like the coaches there. Um, I... Went to that official visit, and that kind of tied it over, like the players, know quite a few of the players, and uh, I just I felt like the place to be, I guess. Tell me a little bit about how districts went for you this weekend. Uh, went pretty good. Uh, wrestled well right up until that finals match. Uh, third period got me there, but uh, 
I, I guess other than that, it went pretty well. So I'll just jump right to it. It looks like it's going to be Wyatt Key and Ethan Gabriel again. Oh yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, Got to take it one match at a time, but uh, hopefully in the semis we'll see him again. So you, you know a lot about him. You've wrestled him enough. Uh, what is it that he does so well, and what do you have to do if we get to Friday? And if that's the matchup, uh, what do you have to do to turn the tables on this kid? He's just technically sound, and I just got to be on my game, wrestle my best match, and you know, usually between me and him, it's a one point, one point match, two point match. So just uh, do everything right and not make any mistakes. If you guys talked about uh, team goal, I mean, as we said, you guys got a lot of wins, four seniors that are going down there. Uh, uh, you guys could click pretty good. Have you talked about what you want to accomplish? You know, we haven't talked about it much. It'd really be nice to bring for home four medals. That'd, that'd be great. Well, we can't wait to see you strapping up for the Lopers here, and uh, we wish you and your teammates the best of luck down there in Omaha. Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much. What do you think, Jimmy? I, that was the last question I was going to ask you. you got four kids here that can probably all medal for you. Yeah, that, and that's obviously the ultimate goal. Uh, you know, these guys have dedicated themselves. They're the ones in the weight room and the ones that are wrestling in the summer and so forth. Uh, of course, at this stage, everybody's worked hard. But, uh, yeah, be a... Uh, be awful nice to bring home four medals. Well, thanks for bringing the Buffaloes over. I know you guys got a class group here, so we'll see you in Omaha. All right. Thank you very much, Doug, for you, what you do. You bet. Coach Jim Anderson and the Gibbon Buffaloes, we will see them down in Omaha when we come back. Amherst Broncos, Carney Carney High Bearcats, uh, Ravenna Blue Jays, stay with us here on the annual Wrestling Rally. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck today. Call Bailey for all your drywall projects, big or small. They take care of all your walls. From a little remodel to a new construction, Bailey Drywall is the name you need to know. Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek is your full-service grocery store. At Foster's, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. And welcome back to the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Amherst, and Gibbon in the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you as we get ready to take on and talk to the uh, Amherst Broncos. Coach Chase Klingelhofer is with us in studios, and I guess... Chase, uh, everybody wants to know uh, the shock value. Uh, I mean, we know this is kind of a rebuilding year, but we're so used to the Broncos being in the team hunt and filling the room. Uh, that's not going to be the case this year. What were your expectations as you went into a new district about three hours away from here? Um, we knew it was going to be a tough district uh, with Elkhorn Valley. Tri-County was kind of a, a surprise team, I think, to everybody there. They ended up doing really well. Um, Overall, you know, we, we only qualified four, but looking back at it, we had um, six underclassmen made it as far as the to the to the final heartbreak round, um, and several of those matches were 
real close matches um, right on the borderline of qualifying the state. So, um, the, you know, when you look at it on paper, it looks it looks ugly. Um, but really, we didn't do horrible at the district. Uh, came out fourth place, qualifying four guys. Um, and I might add, we're, we're going to take four uh, real quality wrestlers to Omaha. I was going to say, the, the numbers don't add up. You don't finish fourth and only take four. That meant a lot of guys got to that heartbreak round, and you scored when you did win a lot of bonus points. Yeah, we, um, oh, what was it? We had, we have just four in the sem. no, we had four or five in the semis, I think. I'm um, only pushed one through, but um, those guys that we need to come back to get third place, they ended up doing that. And so we, we were able to get those semifinal points back. Um, just took a little bit longer. Tell me about the guys you brought with you today. So uh, Isaiah Shields is not here today. He qualified at 120, got third. Um, Sam Florell, 145, uh, finished third. Trace Bosch finished second at 160, and uh, Drew Bogard, freshman, 195. What can you do now? Because you're going to get this question. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you go down to Omaha, people are used to interviewing Amherst all this time. It's a different feel. So what is it? What are you doing to prepare these four young men to, to keep the Amherst tradition rolling along? Oh, well, you know, this week of practice, hopefully the whole team shows up because we did qualify for duels still. Um, so I'm expecting them to be there Monday if they're listening. But... Um, <laughs> You know, the four guys that we did take, we're just going to have to, you know, we're going to spend a little extra time with them, pay a little more attention to them this week, uh, make sure maybe go over some flaws that we had on, on Friday, Saturday, and get those fixed up and head into Omaha ready to go. All right, well, let's talk to the guys. Sam Florell, uh, third place at 145 pounds, uh, who flew in special just for this afternoon's occasion. Sam, thanks, man. How's it going? Good. You said your sister had a gymnastics meet today. Yeah. How'd morning. she do? She got second all around. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Is that better than you? Yeah, I don't. She the athlete of the family? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what was it like? I mean, Amherst travels as much as any of the D teams really in our area, so you do see a lot of different people. But, you know, this district has always been a lot of the same conference schools, a lot of the same local schools. What was it like uh, kind of getting out of the comfort zone and seeing some different uh, wrestlers this week? Well, it was nice because you get on the state and you see people maybe first round that you never wrestled all year and don't really know what you're going to face. But going down to districts in Oakland, we saw a lot of kids that we're not going to. So it gives you a really good feel of not just wrestling your everyday, every weekend tournament kids normally. You go to maybe the toughest district, and sometimes we say, well, you win a district, but it was the weak district, so it's going to be tough down at state. So it may be the opposite. Just because you're not the district champion, uh, you may have a chance to advance pretty far. Well, what about your bracket? What about what you think you can do down there? Yeah, well, I lost to, um, I think it was Cooper Coons, and I beat him earlier in the season. And uh, even if I see him again, I'm, it'll be a good match. And uh, I uh, drew Hunter Earhart for the first match, and I haven't watched him wrestle. I believe he's a new varsity kid for Anzi Litchfield. So wrestle my match and get through that, and then I have a tough kid from East Butler, but everything's winnable down in the state, so I, that looks pretty good for me. You guys uh, more jacked up about Omaha or getting the whole team together again for another chance at the duels? Well, I mean, personally, I mean, I've been looking forward to Omaha all year, but you can't overlook state duels because we're defending champions, and, you know, you can't, can't say you're not excited for those either. All right, Sam, thanks for coming down. Good luck this week and next week as well. Yeah, thank you. Trace Bosch comes in, 160 pounders. How's it going, man? Good, how are you? Great to see you again. Yep. What do you think? Uh, how how would you describe how Trace Bosch's last three weeks have went? Oh, they've been a little bit of a mixed. I lost in conference to a kid that I shouldn't have. I was up 5-0 and got 
cotton pinned. And then I, this, in the finals yesterday, I got a little too nervous and worried about my match. And I'd already beaten that kid three times before, but he just came out and he was more physical than me and he got me beat. So, Yeah, Spencer Wickman, Palmer, I mean, he's a great athlete. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, you're both great athletes. Yep. What about the way that affected uh, your bracket? Can you tell us what it looks like? Um, I'd say that I like my draw because I, I'll have a tough first day, but my side of the bracket, I think he's got the tougher um, semifinal match than I will if we both get there, obviously. And he's got a little bit lesser opponents his first two matches, but they, anybody can beat anybody at state. So This is Trace Bosch from Amherst, 160-pounder. Uh, he's a senior, so uh, last go-through, what's that mean? I uh, just got to go out and leave it all on the mat and don't save anything. So it doesn't matter if, if you lose, you have to come back and try to get third. You got to get the highest medal you can. So, Trace, what's it, what's it been like? I mean, I'll, I'll ask you. I mean, you're used to having 10, 11, 12 guys go, and now it's just four. Uh, how, how, how does it different? And how are these young guys that are going to, once you guys graduate, how are they going to carry on the program for you? Uh, it's a lot different, but I think they're – kind of learning from the upperclassmen like me and Sam they realize that there's gonna be tough matches and like Chase said we had a lot of people losing the heartbreaks and a lot of freshmen that could should be making it to state next year and I'm expecting them to be competing for a title again next year so all right so. well let's hope they can do that yep Trace thanks for coming in man yep. Drew Bogart's here 195 pounder he also uh, finished third place uh, yesterday and uh you get to go the first year I mean, just a freshman, uh, congratulations, man. Thank you. What's it like, I mean, being a, a freshman, I mean, you've got the body, but the experience, you're going against juniors and seniors almost every time uh, you wrestle. Do you know that you are, or does that make any difference? It doesn't really make a difference. I mean, I've wrestled since I was just a little kid, so just go out there and wrestle your match and leave it all out there. We keep talking, and I keep talking, the media keeps talking about tradition, tradition, tradition. What's it like to uh, add to the Amherst tradition by going your very first year? I mean, it feels good. What's, uh, what's, tell me about the, your wrestling room practice partners, who's been making you better, uh, who you've been working with in the room? Um, Bosch. I wrestled with Bosch some, and then I wrestled with our 220-pounder. Where did you get better this year? Where did I get better? Yeah, how did, how did you get better? Like, take me back to maybe the first week of the season, the first meet that you went to, and then as as we got to districts, where do you think you were better at as a wrestler? Oh, um, like more gas in the tank and just quicker. What about the guys that you wrestled uh, in districts? I mean, obviously, if you get third, you got beat by one guy, you beat everybody else. How did you think yep. you did? And, and tell me about those matches a little bit. I mean, I thought I did pretty good. The kid that I lost to, he was a pretty good. He got... The record was 44 and 4, so can't really complain. But the other ones were pretty good. I mean, are you excited? Are you nervous? Have the coaches told you, the, your teammates told you what it's like in Omaha? I mean, you can go watch it, that's one thing, but to be able to walk down on the floor and get on the mat, that's another. What, what are you feeling right now? A little bit of both. I'm excited to go, but I'm kind of nervous to go also, so. Well, as soon as you win that first match, the nerves you know, get right out of the system. Yeah. At least that's what they've told me. I never won a match at State. Yeah, so there you go. Drew, thanks for coming in. Best of luck, man. Thank you. Uh, these are the Amherst Broncos. They are headed down to the state meet, and uh, they're going to bring home a bunch of points with the four guys that they're taking. So, guys, thanks for coming in. Good luck down there. We'll take a break and be back with more. Some Carney Bearcat wrestlers when we return. Mm -hmm. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams is your full-service grocery store with the meat's freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service, Adams Corner Market. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. And welcome back to the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally, everyone. Uh, I think every year we've had uh, a lot of these teams come in. want to thank uh, Ravenna coach Dom Reich. Hey, Keith Albright's going into the Hall of Fame. What do you think, man? Congratulations to him. Yeah, it's, it's great. Great deal. What's up? Uh, what's he been doing? You know, uh, sometimes he's hard to keep track of. You know, he showed up, he showed up at Bridgeport and sort of a surprise and, and still rallying behind the team, that's for certain. Tell me a little bit about uh, going out to that C4 district. I mean, uh, it was the toughest. Everybody can say whatever, but number one and two were there, plus some other state-rated teams. Uh, you're just trying to get kids to state when you get to a meet like that. Yeah, you're right. It was tough. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Um, you know, we we went and we knew we had uh, uh, several kids on a bubble, and we just didn't know which side of the bubble they might end up on. And... Uh, it was really nice to to come up and, and end up on the right side of the bubble with two of them. We saw you back at uh, the district or at the uh, conference meet over at St. Paul last month and thought that maybe you, Ravenna, as a team, um, had as good a meet as anybody. Central City won it, but we thought maybe you guys had as good a meet as, as anybody. Would you still agree with that? And, and how has the team performed, did you think, over that last month? And, you know, we did we did have a, a good tournament for the Loop Platte Conference, and uh, – but we've got a lot of a lot of underclassmen, and and uh, you know we we sort of go from week to week to week to week, and it, and it varies every week. Um, this week uh, turned out you know really good for us because these two guys um, they avenged they avenged uh, several losses that they had throughout the year just this last weekend. So. Um, that's pretty outstanding. And Alex, we'll talk to in a minute here. He was a conference champ for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about these two kids and uh, that you're going to be taking down to state. Well, uh, Jaden, he he was uh, coming off an injury and had a rough go there for a couple of weeks, but he he has really come come around, um, got himself back into shape, and put himself in a competitive position uh, to really go after the competition. Uh, Alex 
pretty much the same way. Alex, there's no there, um, there's no empty in his tank. That's all. That's all it amounts to. Um, you know, he he avenged the loss uh, yesterday to uh, Ulrich from Ord, and in the last six seconds, uh, down by two, goes back to the center and ties it up, and then ends up winning in overtime. Uh, yeah, it he. It just doesn't happen that way all the time. Well, it's always fun when it ends up on your on your side of the victory. Yeah, column. that's that's definitely, and it has happened on the other side of the fence. You know, <laughs> it's happened against us before, but it sure is nice when it happens with us. Tell me where, not just your program is at, but the Ravenna boys as a whole, because as we look, the basketball team doesn't have thirty five kids out. They're suiting ten in varsity. We saw the numbers in football. I know the numbers have definitely been an issue for the Ravenna boys here lately. Where are we at with that, and how's it looking in the future? You know, uh, you, you talk about numbers with the with the boys just in Ravenna, and I think it's a statewide situation that's going on. Um, th there's a lot of programs out there that are really hurting, trying to get boys out there to compete. And uh, I, I'm not really certain what the right answer is. Uh, it, it's it's really difficult. It is a problem. Um, I I don't know. I really don't know what we can do. Um, just keep keep trudging with these guys, and and these guys are the ones that have to be proactive with with our programs. They've got to be the ones that that get them get more more involvement. I'll tell you what. Uh, when you go to Ravenna, when you go to Amherst, when you go to a lot of these places, they've got good hospitality rooms. So thanks for taking <laughs> care of that, man. Yep. <laughs> well, let's talk to your kids here, and uh, we will start with Jaden Treffer. He's going in at 120 pounds. He finished third. He's 28 and seven. Jaden, how you doing? Congratulations. Good. Thank you. What was it like out there uh, at Bridgeport uh, when you're far away from home? Probably as far away as any meet you guys wrestled this year. Uh, what was the atmosphere out like there? Out. What was the atmosphere like out there? <laughs> I was just about the same as any other meet. Just try your hardest and give it. You get. Tell me a little bit about uh, how you thought you wrestled sp specifically uh, during uh, this district meet. I thought I did pretty good. I pinned my first few kids and did pretty good against the Valentine kid, number one seed. Got pinned in the second period, and then I came back and beat my last two kids that beat me previous in the year. What were you feeling when you when you knew you qualified for state? When you went in the heartbreak round, uh, what was that next like five minutes like once you walked off the mat? Oh, it felt pretty good. <laughs> what did, your coach talked about uh, taking on Ulrich, a conference opponent there in the third and fourth place match. Sometimes that is very huge about how you can uh, get a draw down at state. Uh, what was the what was the inspiration like for that third and fourth place match? And tell me about what happened the last ten seconds. Or that was Alex. Excuse me, I got the wrong one. I'm sorry. We'll get Alex that one. Sorry. Tell me a little bit about still your third place match and, and what it was like to go out and how important it was to win third. Uh, well, it was against the Ord kid, and he beat me previous, and I knew I needed to beat him to get better seed in state, so I didn't have to go against the number one kid and the other one, so it's pretty important. 14-11, I believe, was the score of that yesterday in that third and fourth place match. Have you had a lot of those high-scoring uh, uh Matches a variety of those this year. Yeah, I've had quite a few. <laughs> what what makes uh, what makes you able to score so many points? Uh, you're pretty pretty uh, roly poly out there. You can score from anywhere, or you give up a lot of points. And you know how to counter. What's wh why are they always so high scoring? A little bit of both. Just <laughs> let's go fast and aggressive. 
All right, Jaden. Hey, thanks for coming over and spending some time with us. Good luck in Omaha. Thanks. Okay, Alex Chapa comes in. Conference champ. And and we'll get to that mess up. It took me over an hour to mess up. That's that's like a personal record. How you doing, man? Good, thank you. And both of you guys beating my Orange County Clears. <laughs> do what you got to do. What was it like winning the conference title? You were not the favorite. You were not the number one seed. Uh, you had a great day, and it looks like it's just kind of carried over here for you. Well, coming from last year, I was out due to a knee injury coming out, and I warmed up last year for conference, and it was home, which was a bummer, but... Coming into this year, I was a little more confident, a lot wanted a little more. I, wanted, I knew what I wanted, so I set my goals, and so it was pretty good. When you have to set out the whole year, what do you do? I mean, do you go watch the meets? What are you thinking? What did you do during wrestling season last year? Um, I mean, when I was out, it was tough, you know, and especially knowing conference was right there, and sitting out watching, you know, I could have won conference last year as well. But, you know, it's just a year-by-year year thing. You know, if you want to win, you got to work harder and do better. Tell me a little bit now about that third and fourth place match yesterday. Well, coming in second round, he beat me, and we were one and one for matches. So he got the advantage, and he beat me four to three. And then coming this round, Coaches told me, you know, this is your match. You know, you're, it's your, you know, time to get revenge. Well, come this match, I was a little nervous coming in, but I wasn't too bad. And it just started out us going head to head and see who wanted it the most. Well, you're getting ready for Omaha. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your draw and uh, what your goals are down there? My goals, um, I'm hoping to get at least pl or get on the podium somewhere up there this year and. As last year, I was five seconds away from making it to state, so it's going to be a pretty good ride going down to Omaha and competing. All right, Alex, uh, we always look forward to seeing the Blue Jay Blue out there on whatever the sport it is, so uh, we wish you guys the best of luck. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Dom, uh, let's go get some wins with these kids. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for some medals. You got some inspirational words for them, or, or, by, <laughs> or by now they know what they need to do. Uh I think they've heard it over and over. <laughs> the same words. Six full minutes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> whistle till, or wrestle till the whistle, all those yeah. kind of things that are out yeah. there. Well, Dom, as always, great to see you, man. We'll see you in Omaha. Thanks a lot, Doug. Take care. Thanks. Ravenna Blue Jays will keep it blue with the Kearney Bearcats as the Kearney Catholic stars are coming up. Grand Island's coming up. Adam Central, Hastings High, number one and B. We'll talk to them all. Stay with us here on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, Seedsmanship at Work. Citizens Bank in Loop City is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Citizens Bank appreciates your business. Best of luck to all the area athletes competing today. From all of us at Citizens Bank in Loop City, member FDIC.
This wrestling update is proudly sponsored by the gang at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Looking for a new career or a career change? Call Casey at Belchner's today and find out how you can begin a great job right now at Belchner Custom Meats in Amherst. Best of luck, wrestlers. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. We roll on with the 2018 or 20th anniversary of the uh, Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. Ty Swarm and his county district champion Bearcats are here. They ascended back to number one of the coaches' rankings uh, going into uh, the district meet. Ty, if you've if it's if you've done it for 21 years, is it the 21st anniversary or is it the 20th anniversary? Let's call it 20th. That sounds better. 20th anniversary, yeah. 21st annual. Yeah, there you That's go. That's kind of the way I go with yeah. it. It's like a bonus question on some test that I don't ever want to take. Yeah, You're, you're not wrong either way. That's well, a good thing. That's what I need yeah. to hear more of right there. <laughs> Well, you guys aren't just wrestling all over the place. You're busy today. What have you been doing? At Carney Madcat Wrestling Tournament over at Carney High School. These guys got uh, to put the to tournament together last night. We put all the mats up, and uh, they've been working tables and coaching and being happy today. How important has that been to the growth of the program? Well, I think it's it's extremely vital to get those kids that experience at a young age. A lot of these guys went through the Carney Madcats program. Uh, it's been in place for a long time, and we owe a lot of our success at the high school level to that kids program and the development that they've put in place. So it's, it's very important to Kearney. Tell me about uh, where you are with the team now, how proud you are of what they did yesterday, getting ready to come home and, and wrestle in the duels again and maybe go after a championship, a couple of championships. Uh, it's a great group of guys. We've said that all year. Uh, these, a lot of these guys have been on the varsity squad and, and been at the state tournament before and you know, been through some of those district tournaments and the feelings of the postseason. And so we, we were confident going into our district that uh, our guys knew what they needed to do and, and felt comfortable in that environment. Uh, so we were able to get 12. Uh, we were obviously hoping for 14. Uh, but uh, we're very happy with what we have going down the state tournament. We're looking forward to competing here in a couple of days. I don't think you probably heard uh, our opener with Ross Halford, uh, but a lot of people are already putting you guys as the underdog to going to Omaha. Uh, your thoughts on that role? Well, I think that's fair when you know you look at Lincoln East put 14 into uh, the state tournament. They got two more guys that are going to be wrestling there, and um, they've got some good draws. They've got some guys set up that can move in through the bracket. Uh, so puts us in a good position to go and fight and uh, kind of play that underdog role. Have you taken a look? Sometimes you've been busy enough, but if I know you coaches, you're penciling stuff out already. Have you done much of that? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> we have not. I, I've looked at the brackets one time. These guys might, may know more about it than I do. Uh, you know, ultimately, it doesn't matter too much because you can look at those all day and you can go wrestle them. Uh, I think uh, Philip Mumy and, and Nick James both would remember their freshman year, and they said, after a couple ups, says that kid wasn't supposed to win. And I said, "Yeah, welcome to the state tournament. Uh, that's how it goes every year. And there's going to be upsets, and there's going to be swings back and forth. And you just got to ride the momentum and hope that your team's on the good side of it." You've had the questions all year long, whether it's from me, whether it's from local media, whether it's from state media. Is this the team that wins the second state title for Kearney High? You've had some ups and downs this year. Uh, maybe at the beginning of the, obviously the team's going to look different at the end of the year. So we ask you once again, is this the team uh, 20 years ago, they won state, you celebrated them during the Columbus duel, 
can this be the second team to win? The, the magic question that everybody asks. Uh, of course, this ca- this team is absolutely capable of winning a state championship. Um, you know, a lot of those dynamics are going to shake out this week. You know, we can only control what we can control, and we got to win some big matches, and we got to do some things. You know, losing Judd Kuchera at 152 to an injury, you know, that shorts us a little bit. So we got to make up some points now. Uh, where you got teams with Gretna who've got great power in their upper weights, and they're going to put some points in there. Obviously, Lincoln East who uh, has 14 guys there scoring points. And so we're going to have to do some things uh, a little extra above what we would have needed to if we would have got everybody there because we could have scored points with our 106-pounder and our 152 if we had them there as well. What happened to Kuchera? Uh, he had something with his hip. They haven't diagnosed it completely, but it was it was something that he couldn't even walk, let alone stand up. So he was just unable to continue to wrestle. A real odd injury, um, but a, a, a pretty serious one. Uh, very unfortunate. It's tough for us to, to see and have at the district tournament. I didn't get a chance to ask you, did everybody come? Are all your qualifiers here? We got everybody besides Connor Brown. Okay. Yeah, everybody so we'll, give, we'll give him a little name recognition. Well, tell me about Connor since he can't talk for himself today. <laughs> well, Connor Brown's our one, our 220-pounder. He weighs about two. He weighs about 201 pounds, and he's fun to watch. He's very uh, unorthodox, I think would be the word. Uh, but he, he he does some things that are exciting to watch. He pins a lot of guys, and uh, we've had a, we've had an enjoying enjoyment of watching him do some things that we don't typically coach or teach in the wrestling room. So he's a fun guy to watch wrestle. Well, let's talk with some of the Carney Bearcats, and we'll start with Braden Smith. He is the 113 pounder. Goes to state as a sophomore at 28 to six. Uh, he's he's sporting the Tavell Delognev wrestling camp shirt. Did you go to the camp, or did mom just get that for you for Christmas? No, I went. And what was what was it like? How old were you when you went? Uh, it was just last year. Just last year. Okay. This summer. What'd you learn? Uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I learned stuff that I already knew. It's just it was cool to meet him. That's kind of why I went. He's big. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big kid. He's a big man. Yeah, he's a big man. Did he have any any inspirational <laughs> words for you? Uh, no. I was just a. It was just inspirational to see him and ha- be coached by him. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the district yesterday and how things uh, went for you. Um. Obviously, I was glad with the outcome, getting first. Um. I'm just glad that we got 12 out of 14 guys. It would have been awesome if we got 14 out of 14, but it's just the way she goes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is that the saying? Is that, is that, yeah, that that's typical? All right, that's good. I can live with that. All right, get out of here. Riley Steele. <laughs> Riley Steele's up next, uh, the 120-pounder for uh, the Carney Bears. <laughs> that's what happens when you leave them out in the waiting room, the green room, way too long, and we haven't even been feeding them sugar or anything. <laughs> Riley, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? You guys are having a good time together. Is this always <laughs> <Yeah>. this way? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> what was the ride home from Lincoln like yesterday? Good. It was good. <laughs> you going to give me all short answers? <laughs> Maybe. Are you an A student? Wait, what? Are you, a cla- are you an A student or a B student? or? Sure, we'll go B. <laughs> okay, let's go with that. That's good to hear. All right. What? How do you feel about joining your teammates, uh, getting a chance to go down to Omaha and wrestle for the Bearcats? Good. I'm excited and see what happens and see everybody wrestle. Obviously, uh, there's been some injuries. There's been some wrestles off, wrestle-offs down at these uh, lower weights. How did you get yourself in position to wrestle varsity here in the districts? Mm, got back as soon as I could and just practiced. Tell us a little bit about what uh, kept you off the mat? Um, I tore my meniscus in my leg, and how, I had to get surgery on it. How frustrating is that? Pretty frustrating. Did you know that you'd be back uh, by the end of the year, or was that kind um, of a coin flip? I knew I was going to be back. I just didn't know, like, when, I guess. 
I knew it was going to be back at the end of the year. I just thought it was going to be earlier than... Was la- Let me rephrase that. Hold on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be later. <laughs> earlier. Than, than what it actually yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're back the most important time of the year. How Does it make you more thankful, grateful uh, that uh, you didn't know if you were going to be able to get back, uh, and now here you are and you've got a chance to go down to Omaha and wrestle? I'm thankful that it went well and nothing else went wrong. All right, man. Stay healthy. Good luck down there. Thank you. Uh, you may have heard of a few of these guys. Philip Mumi is going to come in uh, next, 126-pounder. Uh, uh, How you doing, man? I'm doing good. <clears throat> you still, you just still all kind of torqued off about that one loss? A little bit, but, I mean, it happens. Everybody that graduates or moves on talks about, you know, I remember the losses or, the, or if they're coaches more than they do the victories. You haven't had very many of those. Uh, is that true with you? I mean, I had quite a bit of losses my freshman year. Philip Mumy's with us here trying to help lead this Bearcat team. Coach Swarm talks about guys needing to kind of fill in and, and pick up some points. I'm kind of curious because you and Nick and Lee all being ranked number one probably think you got to go out there and not only win but pin your way through and pick up these bonus points. And then when you do that, you might put yourself in a vulnerable position. Has Coach already talked to you guys about that? Um, I don't know. It's kind of thing we don't really need to talk about. Just kind of go out and score as many points as you can, and if you can get the pin, you get the pin. If not, then somebody else will pick it up. Carter Cuchero, possibly down the road as a conference uh, foe that uh, you might see in the semifinals. You get a kid from Millard South right off the get-go. What about uh, some of these guys that maybe you have or haven't seen on your side of the bracket? Um, I mean, so I've seen Carter, just the one duel, and <clears throat> he was pretty strong on his feet, but once I got him down, then I just locked up a cradle right away, so planning to do the same thing. You know, uh, I would like to thank most of the Carney Bearcats for having easy last names to pronounce, uh, but the next guy, I still I butcher it every single time. Can you pronounce your 132-pounder's name? Kowalik. Kowalik. All right, so that way I've got it. Kowalik, coming in. Philip. good luck, man. Thank you. How's it going? Pretty good. Did he say it right? Yeah, he did. How many times does it get butchered? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's honest. Colton, uh, congratulations on uh, making it down to the state tournament. Uh, you haven't, uh, you're kind of in the same uh, situation as Riley was. You haven't wrestled every single uh, varsity meet this season. So what's it feel like to be able to uh, be there at district time and, and qualify for state? I'm just happy to be here, and just it feels good. So. Obviously, being a fourth-place district finisher, your, your road will be a little bit uh, tougher. So what, uh, what is your goal? What do you want to get accomplished down there at Omaha? Because, as Coach said, every point's going to count. I just want to make some upsets and just trust my best. You know anything about this Gretna kid? Have you seen him so far this year? I mean, you guys Not have, this year, no. But you have in the past? Yeah. And? He beat me. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't pressure you too much, Colton. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, again, that's your team? Yeah. Why can't they win the Super Bowl, man? They got the most <laughs> offensive talent They'll around. They'll win next year. Next year? <laughs> all right. All right. Roethlisberger will be back? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I'll take your word on that. They were my pick this year, so I'll make sure not to pick them and jinx them next year. Colton, thanks for coming in, yep. and good luck in Omaha. Thanks. Uh, coming up next, 138-pounder Nick James. Nick, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? How, how's the atmosphere of this team? Uh, are, um, you, are you the leader? Uh, I don't. I think we're all kind of leaders, actually. Uh, the atmosphere is real good, though. Like we're in good spirits. Some, I mean, yesterday went well. Uh, we there's not a whole lot to be unhappy about. Obviously, our loss to our 52 pounders is a big deal, but we're in pretty good spirits. 
Do you guys talk about winning state as a team? Oh, we talk about it all the time. It'd be awesome. It'd be sweet. What is it about Lincoln East uh, that? Uh, and now we kind of talked that Gretna was in there with you. They got a couple of injuries. Uh, give us the Nick James scouting report on Lincoln East. Uh, Lincoln East, they uh, have some newly founded talent, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll leave that there. We, we know what that means, and uh, I think we can take them out. That, that is good stuff because I didn't know who I was going to ask about all the Lincoln East <coughs> transfers uh, that had come in. And I know Carney catches crap for doing that every once in a while, too, but it's a little easier when you're in the uh, capital city yeah, or the definitely. metro. There's a little more to choose from, right? Definitely. Does that make it even more sweet if you can get the job done this oh, weekend? Oh, 100%. 100%. What is it about uh, going in ranked number one when everybody's hunting you? Uh, there's obviously a target on your back, but you just got to go out there, focus, and wrestle. You can't think too much. you got to get all those negative thoughts out of your head and just do your thing, do what you've done all year. What about uh, the, the strength of 138 and A? I'd throw out a couple of the kids that uh, are going to be pressing you uh, in the semifinals slash finals. Yeah, uh, there's some good kids. Um, I've wrestled most of them this year, and I've came out on top, but, I mean, you can't really overlook any of those guys. They're all pretty pretty salty. So. You and Mumi ever just tangle it up in the, in the wrestling room up there? Or I mean, the coaches keep you apart. No, he tries. He tries to tangle it up, but <laughs> <laughs> you only win because you're heavier than him. No, right? it's pretty even. Okay, it's pretty even. All right. Well, Nick, uh, we'll see you in Omaha. Let's yeah. go get a gold. All right, sounds good. Thanks. Let's move on to 145 pounds. Another district champ, Deontay Wilson. How you doing, man? I'm good. How's it feel? I mean, district champ, district champ, district champ. It's pretty cool to be a champ. Now we got one more to go get. Yeah, it feels good because last year I was the number one seed, and then I got upset in the finals, and so. It makes it better this year to win it finally. You're one of the many seniors on this team. Last chance to go down and accomplish uh, some goals. Uh, what does it mean to be a senior? What's what's this whole senior year been like for you? Um, I think it's just you know it's your last chance. So I mean you think about it all the time and just go out and give it your all. And then it also comes with maturing and just not thinking so much about the wrestling. Just being confident in your skills and what you bring to the table. So when you beat Chance Fry of Lincoln East in the finals, you know that's going to be big, right? Yeah. Of course, when you get there, we've got uh, got a pretty good uh, whole bracket here. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered where you drew in. There's sometimes that there's going to be a kid that only has zero or one loss. Uh, what, what's it going to take for you to go get uh, multiple wins down there at State? Um, just doing what I've done all season. You know, I just haven't thought as much as I did last year, just going out there and scoring points and having fun. Who's the uh, jokester of this team? Smith. Who's the smartest guy on this team? Pretty smart team, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh, a 10-way tie for first? Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll go with that. All right, Tianta. Hey, congratulations on the district championship. Good luck down there. Thank you. Let's move on. Talking with Carney Bearcat wrestlers, we move up to 160 pounds. Junior Gus Franzen uh, rolls in here. Gus, how's it going, man? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm talking to Carney High wrestlers. <laughs> I mean, how good can it be going? Yeah. I mean, you're district champ, so how cool is that? Uh, it's awesome. I'm... I don't know. I feel like it was kind of expected going in, but uh, it's good to put the hammer down and win districts. Tell me a little bit about uh, how you wrestled uh, yesterday. Um, I am satisfied with the outcome. It could have been better. I ended up third yesterday. I lost in the semifinals in a close match, but uh, it's just good to qualify. Get a kid from uh, Omaha North. Have you had a chance to see him before? No, I have not seen him yet. I don't know much about him, but uh, we'll see. We'll leave it on the mat. 
what are these uh what have you guys been talking about the last 24 hours since you won district um we have not talked about the state tournament a whole lot i haven't looked at my bracket yet actually but uh, we're obviously looking to get a state championship so all right, guys. We hope that you're a part of that. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. We're talking with the Carney Bearcats. Let's keep moving up. Uh, Matt Oliphant, 170-pound senior, uh, looking to go down and uh, make some noise as well. Uh, Matt, how's it going? Good. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm getting along. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's – is there one nervous guy in the entire room here? Just you? Yeah. <laughs> and Travel, Colton. Uh, is this more nerve-wracking than uh, wrestling, or is this a less – this is a little worse? Yeah, this is a little worse. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to talk to a dork. You get to talk to Coach Swarm when you go out and wrestle, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about being part of the team that gets to go to Omaha. Every, everybody wanted to go. A cu couple of the brothers are staying home, but uh, when you're coming through that heartbreak round, you never know what's going to happen. All right. It's pretty awesome. I, it's kind of a blessing to be able to make it to the state tournament. Uh, about a week ago, I didn't know if I was even going to be on the lineup for districts, but I guess... How'd you get in the lineup for district straight wrestle off or a coach's decision or how'd that um, work? Well, our 170 pounder hurt his knee again, except the other one. And then our backup had a funeral that he had to go to, so he couldn't make it to districts. So you're kind of carrying the torch for a couple of your teammates here. Yeah. How tough is it when uh, there's multiple guys at the same weight and you're all kind of even trying to trying to wrestle it out against each other? You got to know each other's moves a hundred <laughs> times over, don't you? Yeah, it's not very fun. You get a Columbus kid right out of the gate. Uh, I don't have you. Were you in the lineup when you wrestled him before? Not mm -hmm. no, because we we've seen him a couple of times. So, uh, can your teammates help it, help you out with the scouting report here? Yeah. All right, Matt. I won't I won't make it nerve wracking anymore. Okay. <laughs> Good luck, man. Thanks. Carney Bearcat wrestling here on the uh, wrestling rally. As uh, Steve Byron comes in next, 182 pounder. Steve, what's going on, man? I uh, know nothing much. How you doing? How long did it take to grow that stash? <laughs> huh? How long did it take to grow that mustache? Um, about the whole season. The ladies like it? Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what Coach Swarm, you've got so many coaches. Tell me about the assistant coaches on this team and how they help you guys out. Um, they really like to work with us to push us, like, harder than uh, a normal practice, uh, practice partner would. You know, they do some funky stuff, put you in situations you're not used to, and you just got to learn from that. As a senior, you're getting that chance to go down to the state tournament. Uh, what are you? What's kind of bouncing through your head here? You got four days before you're going to get on the mat. Uh, work hard in practice, and when you get there, just do what you got to do. You don't look like you're a 182 pounder. I'm about 175 ish. <laughs> uh, so, know. so you can do. You're the only one that can eat anything they want this week. Uh, no, you got the 70 pounder that weighs Mac about 60. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got you out there. No problem. Uh, can you guys win state? I mean, that the obvious the obvious answer is yes, and then you get to come home and wrestle in the state duels. Uh, are you jacked up uh, for both of those things, or have you even talked about a state duel tournament yet? Um, well, we're more focused on state right now since we only have 12 out of the 14, but all of us together, we, if we put our heads in the right spot, I think we should come out on top. All right, man. Good luck down there. Thanks. There's so many of these Carney High wrestlers. We go up to 195. Sean Jackson is here, 32-5. and five. Uh What's the best part about state, Sean? Uh, best part about state, um, I could say just going out there, my, all my team just fighting and taking some W's. You come in as a district champion. Uh, how important was that to you, to be an individual district champ? Um, I think it puts me in a good spot at state. I wouldn't say I wrestled the best, but, I mean, 
it just makes me strive for much more at the state tournament. So, What's this senior? I mean, there's obviously a lot of seniors on this team. Uh, talk about the bond. I mean, coming off football, to be good at wrestling, the kids that go play basketball. I mean, you guys got a heck of a senior class here. Yeah, I think it's important for all of us seniors, um, just everyone bonding as a team. Uh, we've all been through this lineup for four years, this whole um, program, and I think it's really it's, it's been good, blessed to be on this team. What do you feel like when you walk out of that tunnel every year? I mean, when you get a chance, it's different to walk out for the Kearney invite. It's different to walk out for conference and districts. Can you explain what it's like to walk out for state? Well, uh, you don't you don't want to look at it too different because really it's you just want to take it one match at a time and um, just don't overthink it. I guess it's 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 fun. <laughs> All right, Sean. Good luck down there. That just leaves us Lee, the big man. Do we have a shirt big enough for you today, Lee? I don't know. Did you get two? No, just one. Okay, man. How's it going? Good. How are you? What's it like? I mean, how did you feel when Brad Archer retired as a as a teacher and a coach? Uh, he's been uh, one of my strength coaches forever, and he's just always been a great, honest guy. And uh, he's usually pretty quiet, but uh, he gets pretty excited on the football field sometimes. You ever got the growl? Does he ever give you the look? <laughs> he gives you some looks sometimes, like "What are you doing?" <laughs> Can you get? A, do you ever get a look from one of your wrestling coaches that compares to one of the football coach looks? Uh, sometimes they get in a position where uh, they don't think you're very confident in, and they kind of go, "What's going on?" <laughs> kind of following up on that, uh, what was it like? going so deep into the football season when wrestling season, what was it, a week and a half later? I mean, it was the Carney High invite. Uh, what was that like for you and, and your teammates that participated in football? Uh, it was really good uh, going from football to wrestling. Uh, unfortunately, Thanksgiving was uh, right after that, and I was a little heavy. <laughs> but uh, I made it down to weight, and uh, a lot of the guys uh, transferred pretty well into the wrestling season, so it was great. Most of the time that Nebraska people have watched you wrestle, you have dominated guys. When you went down to Kansas, you ran into something that uh, most people didn't even know existed. It was like a horror movie. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I mean, making it to the finals of that was uh, pretty great. And uh, wrestling against an uh, opponent, uh, Colton Schultz, who's uh, nationally in the top uh, top two in the nation uh, and uh, world champ at his level. And uh, so it was great to tangle with him a little bit and put myself on that spotlight. Do you learn something from that? Most of the opponents, let's face it, you've been pretty dominant here this year. When you're a freshman and sophomore, you're learning there might not be as many opportunities as when you're a senior. Anything that you learned from that that you took to the rest of the season here? Oh, I uh, definitely learn a lot more when I lose. And uh, finding those losses it can be hard, but uh, you learn a lot more and learn more position and uh, where you should be and where you don't want to be. So uh, it's uh, finding your own way, and it, it's great. You're one of the guys that is ranked number one on this team. You've been there pretty much all season long. Uh, what's that? Does that get brought up a lot? Is that a target on your back? Do you see your opponents bringing it extra because you are number one? Oh, everybody's uh, got their sights set on me, but uh, they're going to have to find their way uh, to the state finals to get to me, so that's where it's going to be. Well, you got a couple guys that uh, might be looking at getting to the uh, state finals and walk next to you in the Parade of Champions. What about uh, the opponents? Uh, who, who's a couple of these guys that uh, you look at as being second, third ranked uh, as tough opponents in Omaha? Oh, well, I've uh, wrestled uh, both number two and three. Jack, uh, Jack has uh, from Creighton Prep, wrestled at Council Bluffs, and I majored him, and it was a really good match. And I wrestled Connor Cowling the past two weeks uh, in conference and in districts and beat him in the finals. So it's uh, I'm in there with the top guys, and uh, they're excellent opponents, and I look forward to seeing them later in the state tournament. 
Well, this could be uh, an exciting uh, run here for the Carney High Bearcats. Uh, so, Lee, uh, let's uh, go get some gold down there. Let's get a couple of them. Oh, yeah. Team and individual. Uh, Lee Harrington and uh, Ty, that's a lot of guys. You always got a lot of guys. And uh, you, the littlest guy, is he still in here or is he taking a nap down there? He's kind of taking a nap over there. He's going, God, is yeah. this thing over with yet? Can we go back to Matt Katz? Yeah. Uh, last word, what are you going to tell these guys when you send them out on the mat Thursday afternoon? Uh, we won't, won't tell them much different than we've told them all year. It's all about going out there and not making anything too big and allowing yourself to compete for, for the entire match. And wrestle positions, be at our best, and not overthink anything. Uh, you know, Sometimes doing less is more. And that's kind of what our focus will be on is just continue to ride the momentum of our team and compete to the highest of our abilities, see how it shakes out. Well, thanks for bringing in these guys. Uh, don't let them out-clown each other on the, on the way won't. down, all right? Thanks again for doing this. Doug. You bet. Carney High Bearcats, good luck, guys. Hopefully we'll have a championship to talk about uh, in one week here. When we come back on the Wrestling Rally, we're going to hear from Grand Island coach uh, Joey Morrison. Then Carney Catholic's going to roll in. We've also got uh, Adam Central, Hastings High, uh, Elwood, uh, Wood River. We're going to talk to a lot of coaches. So stay with us here on Classic Hits. Now through February 15th, join Planet Fitness for only $5 down and then $10 a month. No commitment, because good things come in fives. Like high fives, five-star reviews, and five fingers for grabbing pizza. But why stop there? Join for $5 down and then $10 a month. No commitment. Now through Thursday, February 15th. Join in-club or online at planetfitness.com. Planet Fitness. Be free. 3535 West 13th Street. Stop in and see us today. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. Put a sparkle in her eye and a smile on her face when you romance her this Valentine's Day with flowers from Roses for You. Nothing says you love her more than a beautiful arrangement of unique flowers. Order early and take pressure off remembering. The last thing you want is to forget flowers on Valentine's Day for that special someone. Call Roses for You today, 382-4050, or stop by 937 South Locust, Grand Island. For that special place in the Order 24 hours a day at rosesforyou.com. The Grand Island Islanders have qualified a good chunk of their team for the state tournament in Omaha. They have also made it into the state dual tournament once again. They'll be the seventh seed the following week. Carney and Coach Joey Morrison joins us here on the Wrestling Rally. Coach, always great to chat with you. And, boy, I can take us all the way back to the Carney High invite to start the season. You just didn't have a lot of upperclassmen. So take us through this season. Have you, have you built them up like you had hoped? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. You know, we're still young. We had four seniors on our team this year. Um, three of them uh, made it to the state championships. And, uh, yeah, you know, the beginning of the year is a lot of, um, you know, mistakes and some things, not understanding positions and, and things like that, being young and, and inexperienced. But uh, our guys have been really resilient and have learned a lot this year. And so we're, we're really proud of where they're at right now. A lot of your younger weights as the district runner-up qualifying 10. A lot of the lower weights is where you had kids uh, in the finals. Uh, take us through uh, some of that uh, first half of your uh, weights. They're up to about 145. Yeah, you know, our lightweights competed really well. There were some tough districts and a few rematches and such. And, um, no, I thought that uh, I thought that we, we competed really well. Um, you know, the district championships, it's just another tournament, eight teams. Um, but, you know, sometimes – you know, the high school mind can, can linger and make it a bigger deal than it is, and you can come out tight and, uh, and freeze up and not perform at your best. And so this whole week of preparation was really good for us uh, in the practice room, and I thought that our whole team, including our lightweights, just did a nice job of focusing on their performance, staying loose out there, and, and I think that really um, showed on the mat on Saturday. 
you've got a lot of kids that we can just break down here, but Colton Sliver there at 152 pounds for you has uh, the best record for you right now going to the state tournament. Uh, talk about uh, what he was able to do to win the district yesterday and how things look for him in Omaha. Yeah, Colton's just a tremendous story about a guy that's, you know, he started off as a freshman and and uh, really, really struggled just with strength, and there's just a lot going on uh, his freshman year, and every year he just stuck with it. He's done everything you could ask of a kid. He's been a, a true example and leader for our kids to follow, and this year it's really paying off for him at districts. You know, he had a, a pretty pretty good weight, and he was just able to, you know, stay resilient in his finals match. He actually goes down um, – in part of that match and just continue to find ways to score points. And um, he just, he's been very, very consistent all year. And we seem to carry that on to state uh, this weekend. Zach Kudo is another one of the seniors that qualified. He hasn't been able to wrestle as much for you this year with that record of 11 and six. And he takes his district final to, uh, to overtime here. Uh, what are the expectations and what about how his season has played out? Oh yeah, it was a, a great, great bracket. And, you know, he's just been one that's, gotten better and better throughout the season. Um, and you, know, you mentioned he's missing some matches, and he's just been a, a true warrior. He's been in every practice and continued to fight and, and find ways to get better. And that showed at districts he had a, a good showing. Um, came up a little bit short in the finals, but you know, if I know Zach, he'll, he'll show up at state and, and he'll, uh, he'll perform at his best when it matters the most. And um, So we're excited for him for next weekend. And another senior, your other senior to qualify, another district champ. You don't usually see a lot of seniors at 106, but Alicia Ramirez is there again, and I'm sure he's hungry to go a little bit deeper this year. Oh, certainly, he's had a had a tremendous season. He actually wrestled a lot of a, a lot of the year at 113. Uh, we have another another kid, Juan Pedro, another qualifier for us that that had the 106 spot, and they wrestled off and ended up switching. But um, yeah, Alicia's a tremendous competitor. Done a great job for us his whole career. And, um, yeah, he's, he's hungry for, uh, for state for sure and uh, finish his career off on top. Joey Morrison with us here for another couple minutes. Grand Island head wrestling coach taking 10 kids down to state. Some of them are freshmen. Uh, some of your upper weights are right around the 500 as far as record goes. What are the expectations? What are you telling your kids as they go down here? Is it, is it something separate for an individual, or are you trying to put a team goal together here? You know, I mean, I think collectively, you know, you want your team to have a good showing, but – in order to do that, you've got to win those individual matches, and in order to win matches, you've got to ultimately perform well. And so we're just going to keep focusing on performances. We need to get to the positions that we're successful in and stay away from positions that we're not as comfortable in. And I think if you do that throughout the course of a tournament, you're going to have a good showing. And I think districts last week was a good good example, or yesterday, excuse me, was a good example of that. So, you know, the main thing is just whether we're at state championships, these guys have been in tons of big tournaments throughout the year going up to Florida, North Dakota, and Colorado. And this is just another tournament in the, you know, it's state, but it's still, again, just get out there, be loose, perform, and, and enjoy it. You know, it's supposed to be fun, too. So uh, we're, we're just really excited for the boys and see what they can do in Omaha. Well, you know us media and fans, we always want to know who can make it and walk in that parade of champions on Saturday. I think Alessio, you just you, you look at the brackets, you try to see what side they fall on, uh, you try to see, even if you don't know the kid, what their record is and things like that. What do you think about your three seniors' chances of maybe making it into the parade of champions Saturday? Oh, I like all three of them. You know, I really do. I, I believe in them. They've shown countless times that they can get it done um, in big matches. And uh, they're, they're warriors, they're competitors, and I wouldn't trade any three of them for anybody else. I just love those boys, and uh, we're excited for them to, 
to kind of finish off their career at state and then and then have some fun at dual state. And finally, yeah, let's let's finish up with that. Not only do you get in, obviously for us it's fun. It would be great if it was in the finals, but it's going to be Grand Island Kearney in the first round of the Class A state duels. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, I think the duels might shake out a little different. I think they've got to add up the, the team points from state. True, Class true. They've got another stipulation. So right now that's how it looks. I'm not sure where it, it'll shake out that way once we add up the state points here from from Omaha, but... Yeah, you know, if it's Kearney or Lincoln East or Gretna or, I mean, whoever else. Um, like I said, you know, it's an honor to be there, and we're, we're appreciative that we've earned the right to be at that tournament. And um, But at the same time, you want to compete. So, you know, it's it's a fun thing, but it's also state championships. So, you know, when we get there, whether it's Kearney or, or whoever, we'll, we'll get out there and we'll have a good showing and, and represent our school well. All right, Joey, a great job, district runner-up, and uh, we can't wait to see you down in Omaha. Thanks for giving us some time here on the Wrestling Rally today. Good luck this week. Oh, thank you very much. Heartland County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba would like to take this time to wish all the state wrestlers the very best of luck. Congratulations on all the hard work it took you to get there. Heartland County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba, your county, your health care, close to home. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With experience since 1949, they know how to get the job done right, covering your residential and business roofs. Doberstein Roofing is the only name you need to know. Doberstein Roofing, where quality isn't expensive, it's priceless. Give them a call today, 308-234-3252. That's 308-234-3252. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. And welcome back to the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. We're rolling along here on this 20th annual edition. And Matt Rogers, I was supposed to say, what's up from Fast Eddie and Deb? Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Yesterday uh, at the D three, they they well, knew you'd come through, man. You you uh, our you current got, situation that we were just you're talking a lot about smarter than I am. If you <laughs> talked to those guys yesterday, they're good folks. So I hope they're listening. What about the Mullen coaching tree? Uh, you know it branches out quite a ways. You know, uh, between Fast and you got Boyer up at Plainview. I'll I'll forget some people probably, yeah. but Hoyt guys and Phil and Todd and. Uh, I'm from Mullen, and I coach. And yeah, there's there's a bunch of them. Uh, and, and Coach Luther was too busy to come in today. Coach Luther, yep, he he, uh, yeah, he had prior obligations. I'm not exactly sure what those were, but um, yep, he was he was busy. So yeah, napping. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about how the kids did out there yesterday. As as we talked with uh, uh, Dom, and we've talked with some of the other coaches. I mean, the C4 was stacked out there. Uh, yeah. What what do you think? Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough meet for sure, um, but I thought that we competed w- really well. Um, you know, we ended up fifth overall as a team, um, and you know we wanted we thought we had a chance to get one more qualifier. We didn't, but we got we got five, and I think that they're all wrestling um, kind of at the top of of where they've been for the whole season right now. We're really wrestling well right now, and they competed really well. Had some real close matches that um, that that we pulled out and that we that we didn't win but we we came back through and 
and wrestled really well. All these these five guys all all placed higher than what they were seeded. So we didn't we didn't get the best seeds, but we we came through and wrestled well. Carney Catholic wrestling coach Matt Rogers with his five individuals that are uh, making the trip to uh, Omaha. What do you think about how the year has progressed to this point? Well, you know, if you'd have told me after that first meet of the year, the Broken Bow Invite, that I don't even know if we medaled five guys at the Broken Bow Invite. We might have got five medals, but, um, you know, it was a rough start. Uh, had an injury or two, and we had uh, some youth, and we just needed to get back in the swing of things a little bit. And, uh, you know, all new weight classes, most of these guys are up, except for Gabriel, are up, you know, two weight classes at least. And uh, and so that was a bit of an adjustment. But as the seasons progressed, our team's just gotten better. You know, we won the last couple of invites that we were in, and and uh, we're really really coming around. Even the young guys that didn't qualify uh, are wrestling. They're 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 competing. So just it's been a it's been a good year. Tough start, but it's been a good progression. So I'm happy with that. What about uh, how the goals are? What can what can these five guys do in Omaha for you? Well, I. Yeah, I think they can win a lot of matches, that's for sure. And I think I say it every year, but we, we plan to win every one we take the mat for, um, and we think that we can. So, uh, you know, draw-wise, I looked a little bit last night. We've got a few pretty nice draws, and we got, of course, we got a couple or maybe one for sure that's a tough one that I know. Uh, but it doesn't – that really doesn't matter at state. You know, you just show up and, and wrestle and – you don't know who's sick, injured, yeah. any of that kind of stuff, or who who can't handle the the bright lights and or their weight or anything like that. So um, it's just a matter of showing up and and taking care of what they can control. And they've been doing a really good job of that, uh, not worrying about so much the other guy, but just doing the things that they do well and 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 doing them. And that's that's really worked well. And uh, <clears throat> obviously, the question I. Couldn't wait to ask you. Uh, I believe Carney Catholic went one and one against the uh, Broken Bow Dudas. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. I think. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. We got yeah one and one. We had a fall on them, and and they they pinned one of our guys. So yeah, one and one. I guess. We're so, about a 50-50 family. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's about 50 No big deal. We're just <laughs> yeah. lucky. We're lucky if we yeah. can win half of them. So those, you know they those guys a Broken Bow. Uh, they've got a nice team. They're wrestling hard. Um, you know, Valentine really came through at the end there with some – it kind of showed their strength of their top guys at the end of the meet. But Broken Bows just keep scrapping and scrapping. So they've got a nice team. Well, let's talk with some of your kids here. We'll start with the 106-pounder. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Gabe Hilliard's coming in uh, from Kearney Catholic, finished a third yesterday. Gabe, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going pretty well. What about uh, the way you're – season has progressed here as a 106 pounder you look bigger than a 106 pounder you sure you didn't gain weight today i might have been a little bit <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit about uh the season and, and how you have uh, seen yourself improve so far this year um i don't know i started off rough the first meet i was wrestling 13 and then coach just said i bet i'd i probably have a better shot at state if i went 106 so then after Christmas, I went down to 106, and I started seeing, uh, I don't know, improvement, I guess. Started was it feeling better? Was it tough? I mean, you're a senior, and you're wrestling 106. Was it tough to keep that weight down all year long? Um, a little bit the, when I started cutting, but 
after I maintained it, it wasn't too hard. How, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the district meet and some of the guys you wrestled. Uh, as It was pretty good meet, a lot of really good 106-pounders out there. Yeah, the first match was the Broken Bow Kid. Um, he pinned me in the third, but then I battled back through the second day. Those guys, I don't know, it wasn't too tough. My toughest match was the Broken Bow Kid, which was my last match the second day. That little sweet revenge that you were able to get him and pin him right back to get third? Yeah. All right, Gabe, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Good luck down there. Thanks. We have five Carney Catholic wrestlers. We move up to 126 pounds. Lane Shires, 29 and 17. How's it going, Lane? Pretty good. Uh, you're pretty fired up about this trip to Omaha? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. What about uh, that trip home from Bridgeport yesterday? What did you guys do? Was it all sleeping? Was it all uh, eating? Was it fun? What was it like? I was pretty long, but it was pretty fun, too, just waiting for the brackets to come out and stuff. What did you think when you saw the bracket? Um, I don't know. Got a Battle Creek kid I wrestled before at High Plains. He beat me there, but you never know at state. Yeah, Lane finished fourth at districts yesterday, so uh, he will draw number one seed in uh, Karsten out of uh, Battle Creek and uh, then try to continue to wrestle on uh, from there. Lane, what's, uh, what's been the – I kind of ask you the same thing I asked Gabe. What's been the best part about your game this year? Where, where do you say, if I'm going to ask somebody else, what's the best part about Lane Shires? What are they going to tell me? Oh, I don't know. Just tournaments has been fun. Just wrestling my hardest every match. Okay, that's cool. No problem there. Uh, he leads the state one time. Yeah, I've had bloody nose almost every match this year, but yeah, a lot of blood time. Does that get frustrating, or do you use that to catch um, your breath a little bit? I don't know. That, yeah, I guess catch my breath, and it's kind of nice sometimes when I'm just tired, but yeah. Tell me a little bit about the Kearney Catholic Wrestling Room. I mean, it's like nobody knows you're up there, do they? Oh, uh, people, people probably know, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just talked about going up the stairs, being up there, working real hard. So Coach Luther's not here. Give me a good Coach Luther story. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Got a lot of interpretations I can say, but probably shouldn't say I'm on the radio. <laughs> I put Lane on the spot way too much here. Uh, Lane, I don't want to put you on the spot anymore, but uh, tell me about uh, kind of something about the rest of your teammates here, what it's like for you five to be going to Omaha. Oh, yeah, it's pretty pretty good. We're all pretty good friends, and just over the season, we've gotten closer. Just been nice to get to know each other a little more. All right, Lane, good luck down there, man. Enjoy it. All right, thanks. Zach Rogers, 136-pounder, is coming in. Uh, what's going on, man? Oh, I'm talking on the radio right now. Good call. Good call. You just you go by one name, huh? Yeah. Zach. That's yeah. all I need to know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you always get asked probably this uh, coaching question, but what's it been like as uh, as this season has moved along here for you? Uh, pretty fun. What'd you stick at one thirty eight for? You know how tough this bracket is, right? Yeah. Is this where you wanted to be? Is this what was most comfortable? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk with Coach Waddington and how he kept Evan, how they discussed to keep it at one thirty eight. Did you discuss it with your dad? Was it his decision, your decision? How did that all play out? Uh, well, that's just kind of the weight I felt most comfortable making. So I just kind of thought I'd go there and it doesn't really matter who else is in my weight. Tell me a little bit about, uh, how districts went for you. Another third place finish for the Kearney Catholic stars. Uh, tell me about uh, the competition you saw out there. Uh, some pretty good matches. I had a pretty close semifinals match that didn't quite go my way, but it was a pretty good match. And then I had 
one or two other pretty good matches. What's different about going to state here as a junior? Uh, how, how do you feel differently about uh, being part of this team that's going down to Omaha? Um, it's not a whole lot different. You still just got to go down and wrestle as hard as you can. I'm guessing you haven't seen Conestoga, have you? Uh, not this year, we haven't. You know this kid that you're wrestling at all? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You know anything you can share with us about Dawson Hogue? Uh, not a whole lot. Okay, that's cool. That's, it's full of words again. You, you talk less than your dad. I didn't know that was possible, man. Yeah, I know. I thought you'd learned all this. All right, I'll let you go. I'll let you out of here. We'll do this again next year when you're a senior, okay? Yep. All right, Zach Rogers giving us some time here. Carney Catholic, Matt Feldner coming in, 36-6 and six at 182 pounds. That's a pretty good record, young man. Yeah, that's pretty decent. That's not too bad, huh? How do you yeah. think How do you think your district went for you? Uh, it went pretty well, as best as it could have been. Um, it's nice to make state and place first in districts than uh, not be able to go to state last year. Being a district champion uh, has a different feel, obviously. Uh, tell me a little bit about your championship match yesterday. Um, it was pretty difficult, uh, especially when I'm on bottom and he's on top. It's uh, He's got a pretty good top game, and I just had to, I had to work towards mine, which was top also. So just had to go back to what I was good at. What makes you so strong when you're on top? Um, some chicken wings. Uh, Good pressure. Uh, ball and chain is also a pretty good one. Legs are also pretty good. You and Gappa tangle quite a bit in the wrestling room? Yeah, almost all, all the time. Is he 100%. Taught, has he taught you anything? Yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> What's, tell me one thing that he's taught you that's helped you as a wrestler. Um, probably nothing that has helped me. But he's taught me a lot of stuff. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. Uh, you get a kid here uh, in uh, Eric French. Uh, do we know Logan View? Is that what I get from this abbreviation? You know anything about him? Seems like you guys didn't really draw anybody that you knew a whole lot about. Not too much, no. What's your what's what's in your mind? You're a district champ. You're going to Omaha. What kind of a goal do you have set for yourself? Uh, work uh, that I worked pretty hard this year. Might as well finish off the the year strong and give it all I got at State. All right, Matt. We hope you can do it. Good luck, man. Thank you. Jake Kappa comes in. We just saw him earlier in the week when he signed with uh, UNK. Uh, was it? Was that ever weighing on your mind during the wrestling season, what you wanted to do with your college career? Um, A little bit, but I kind of figured it out early, and so that was kind of nice to get it out of the way now, going into State. How is – I mean, you're good at football. That's what you want to do. So how do you view wrestling now uh, as, as a sport? Is it uh, relaxing for you? Is it fun for you? How, how is it different than uh, football? Well, first, it's, it's helped me a ton through my football, and I think football's helped me in wrestling too. I think they go together really well, and now that I've kind of made my decision, I'm just going out there and leaving everything out there on the mat, knowing that this is the last time I'll be wrestling. So. You knew how tough the 195-pound bracket was going to be out there at Bridgeport with so many uh, state-rated wrestlers. Uh, what, what worked well for you to, to get you into third place? Um, I just kind of went out there and took it one match at a time and just wrestled my game and knew that if I did that, I would come out on top. Hunter Koshin from St. Paul, an old conference foe of yours, so you're probably a little familiar with him. What can you tell us about him? Um, I wrestled him once earlier in the year this year, just a week or two ago, and I won that match, but at State it's a whole different ball game, and so you just kind of got to go out there and do your thing again. 
And uh, as you get ready for your final wrestling meet, uh, what do you, what do you think? Do you do you realize that hey, this is it? Uh, I'll, I'm not going to be wrestling competitive again after this weekend. Yeah, I mean it's always going to be in the back of your mind as a senior, but you just got to go out there and leave it all on the mat. All right, buddy. Well, best of luck this weekend, and we can't wait to see you uh, strap it up for the Lopers. A great career. Let's finish it strong. Thank you. That's Jake Gappa. What do you think? Uh, did you hear anything interesting here, Matt? Um, no. I'm, <laughs> actually, I heard a few good things there that I, that I kind of liked, the one match at a time thing and doing my thing and, and all that, and I think that's what served these guys well. Um, they're, like, like I mentioned, a lot of them are up a couple of weight classes, and, and I think uh, you know, they're not cutting – they're cutting a little bit of weight, but not like like uh, all of them did last year. Yeah. And so at this time last year, uh, we were maybe a little weaker, I think, physically. And so this year we're going in strong. And and as far as what weight class they go, uh, I did like what Zach said. You just go out and wrestle anyway. It doesn't really matter who's there. We know we know there's good guys everywhere. So and anybody can be beaten. So. Um, doesn't matter if we're the top dog or or not anybody can be beaten so all right well it's always great to see you guys best of luck in omaha we'll see you down there in the big city thanks doug we'll see you down there and appreciate your coverage and all that you do for wrestling and that's why you're in the hall of fame <laughs> well thank you very much for that uh, we you know we didn't even mention that brandon brill's going into the hall of fame in 2018 yeah, yeah. Uh, coach oliver and coach porter we've got uh, we did mention it with uh, ravenna that keith albright's going in as a contributor and doug walton of franklin uh, as a uh, as an official and that there are more but uh, those are the ones from our listening area. yeah there's a bunch of them a lot of great people that have done a lot for the sport and it's, it's nice to see them honored yeah, great job by those yeah. guys. And uh, let's see if we can get a few more stars uh, and some medals in the yeah. case, all right? You betcha. That's what we're going for. Coming up, we are going to talk with another team that was out there at the uh, C4. Justin Swedberg from Ord's going to join us. Number one, Hastings High and Austin Widener. Uh, we'll talk with Dan Lenowski of Adam Central. We've got Wood River coach Waddington, uh, Coach Christinger over at Elwood. So stay with us. A lot more coming up on the Wrestling Rally here on Classic Hits. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers. From DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work to make the team. The lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry the rest of their lives. And finally, a word of thanks to the teachers and the coaches. Next up on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally, the Ord Chanticleers finishing third in the ultra-tough C4 district, which had the top two teams in the state, Valentine and Broken Bow, and Ord finished third, a top-ten team themselves with 149.5 points, qualify nine, and Coach Justin Swedberg joins us here. Coach, uh, overall impressions of how things went out in that, uh, that meat grinder out there at Bridgeport? Well, uh, exactly like you said, it's an extremely tough district, and there's a lot of kids... Uh, out of that district that 
um, about any other district would have qualified. So for us to get nine guys, um, I'm just I'm super proud of our guys. And you know, to be honest with you, uh, nine was not a number that I was really uh, envisioning us getting. I guess so. I would say. Uh, for the most part, we we performed extremely well, and maybe even overperformed. So, uh, very very happy with our guys. While we say you're taking nine, five of those nine kids had to come through the heartbreak and finished in fourth. So they're going to be tough. But when you come out of a district like this, sometimes fourth isn't as bad as uh, maybe getting first or second in another district. Uh, what about those five kids? Yeah. Um, well, it was just kind of the snowball effect. To be honest with you, we started out at 120, and Caden Boyce was able to qualify for the second year in a row. Um, and then after that, we just we just kind of kept winning, and I think we won. Uh, well, we won five of our six matches in that heartbreak round, so uh, it was extremely impressive for our guys to kind of support each other and come together and do that. Um, looking at the state draws, you know, like you said. Um, all those guys ended up getting fourth place. So there's not going to be any easy matches uh, right off the bat. But coming out of our district, um, you know, we have in a lot of the weight classes, we have some, we have three or four of the top ranked guys in the weight class. So, um, you know, I think we'll be able to be competitive at most of our weights uh, right off the bat. So, had three of your kids that were uh, district runners-up, and probably in each case uh, they were the underdog. A couple of your kids in those championship matches were taking on either the number one or two kid in the state. Yeah. Yeah, I was really happy with the way our guys that made finals uh, wrestled. We had uh, Garrett Cluthy at 138 pounds. He wrestled against Julian, uh, I can't remember if it's Ramon or Ramon, but I know he, I think he's a – fourth-rated kid in the state, and we were winning the match. Uh, I think we were up 5-0 at one point, and towards the end we got dinged for a penalty point, and then just right at the very end of the match uh, the kid was able to um, reverse us and actually ended up getting us on on her back for a two-count. So it kind of came down to the wire, but um, I believe that guy's a senior and, and we're a freshman, and Garrett just absolutely – um, wrestled lights out for a freshman at 138 pounds. Um, he to get to his finals match, he ended up he ended up uh, winning a, a ultimate tiebreaker overtime match and just battled the whole weekend. And you know, listened to what we were telling him about. Uh, you know, you can't you can't quit, especially in our district. You can't be satisfied until the very end. I kind of told our guys, don't be satisfied until the ride home. Um, and uh, Colton Rouse at 113. We saw Falkenberry again from Broken Bow. Like you said, the number one ranked guy in the state. We've wrestled Falkenberry, I believe, four or five times now, and Colton, for the first time, was able to go all three periods um, and actually wrestled him to a four- or five-point match. So um, I was happy with Colton. He got out and was aggressive and competed against him uh, extremely hard. Uh, 132 pounds. We had Miguel Alvarado make the finals for us. Um, he's a guy that's only been in wrestling for two years. I, I know I told the uh, a couple reporters last week. I don't know how much Miguel likes me telling this story, but last year he was five and 25, I believe, was his record. And this year he um, ended up district runner-up. I know he's been rated at times, but 
he had to see number one ranked guy from Valentine, uh, Kelber, and he was able to uh, wrestle pretty hard with him. Kelber ended up beating us, and then at 195, we had uh, Ethan Gabriel was the district champion, wrestled a nice match against the number two rated kid from Bridgeport, uh, Mars Vasquez. So uh, I was happy with all of our finalists, for sure. And, of course, Ethan, a uh, big kid for you, a uh, number one, had a great season last year as a freshman. Looks like he got, if you want to get on the right side of the draw, the one and two kids are on the opposite side of the uh, draw there with Shucklebyer on the uh, on the other side. Yeah, we've seen uh, Shucklebyer. Uh, we saw him at Grand Island uh, Central Catholic a week ago, and he's a tough kid. Um, we were able to pin him, but he actually got us in trouble, and we were on our back. For a minute in that match so um you know not too bad being away from that from that kid uh it will by no means be a easy path uh to the state finals and ever is at state um for ethan he's gonna have tough matches all around i know his quarterfinals match he's uh, most likely going to meet up with uh i think his name's Ryder fuchs from pierce i think he's about 41 and two and he's a solid kid so um, we'll be we'll have to be on our A game and be be ready to roll. Yeah, no doubt about it. And finally, uh, Justin, I guess uh, on the, on the non silver lining here, you just missed out on the team qualifying for the state duels, which I think you probably had a good enough dual team to be in the top eight. Just your thoughts on missing out by one spot? Uh, well, you know, we qualified last year for the first time. We were. We were the first team in <laughs> last year. We bar- we barely edged out uh, North Bend Central last year to get in. Um, I, I I actually kind of you know every year at the beginning of the year we set goals and one of our one of our team goals was to qualify for the state duels um, at Christmas and at different times throughout the year we reevaluate our goals you know depending on how we're wrestling and if something happens and sadly for us our team. Um, suffered a few injuries this season. So uh, we went from having 13 weight classes filled to only entering districts with 11 weights. And it's just pretty difficult to make the state dual tournament having only 11 weights filled. And most of the teams that qualified had 14 weights filled. And as you know, uh, probably the biggest um, criteria, I guess, to qualify is you get 10 points per person that you have entered into the district tournament. So in most cases, we were missing out on 30 points from those other teams having full rosters. So um, I thought that we wrestled close to the best of our ability. Uh, I told the guys that there was a chance, but, you know, to not be disappointed if we didn't qualify since we only had 11 guys. So. Well, heck of a chance here for the Chanticleers to put up a lot of team points uh, down in Omaha. Justin, we appreciate you giving us a few minutes here on the – uh, wrestling rally here on Classic Hits and uh, keep them healthy this week. We'll see you in Omaha. All right. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. That is the head wrestling coach of the Ord Chanticleers, Justin Swedberg. When we come back, Darren Waddington of Wood River, Austin Widener of Hastings High, Dan Lanusky of Adams Central on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. 
Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Next up on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally, we talk with the head wrestling coach of the Wood River Eagles, Darren Waddington, coming out of the C3 district yesterday where they finished in uh, fifth place uh, overall. Arlington won it, then Loganview, North Bend, Syracuse, and, and Wood River. Gibbon was right behind them, so saw a little uh, Lou Platt flavor there. Darren, uh, thanks for the time. I want to get your early impressions on how this serpentine system is going. I know it kind of depends on how strong uh, your team is or how much depth you have, but what do you think about the serpentine system? Um, you know, I it's six to one, half a dozen, another for me, Doug. It uh, is actually kind of fun seeing some different schools for a change and, and wrestling over in that part of the state. I, I Overall, I think it's a good thing um, as far as getting your best teams in your state duels and that sort of thing. It's kind of odd driving right by Centennial to go up to North Bend, but... <laughs> well, I guess one thing that it gave the wrestling fans was it gave us your son and Max Hughes meeting again, and no matter how that turned out, it was going to put them on the opposite side of the bracket at State. Everybody wants to know about that match that didn't get to see it. Can you break that match down for us? Uh, you know, it was just, it, it, just a heck of a match. I mean, you got two kids that are on level playing field there, and, and we knew when we decided on 138 to begin the season, we knew it was going to be a three-match series. And, and I told Evan early on, I said, no matter who wins the first one, they probably aren't going to win the second one. There's nobody going to go 3-0 and in this series. Uh, that's just where those two kids are at. And, uh, you know, first takedown we gave up to him, it was kind of a uh, Max got in on a shot. Uh, he changed his strategy a little bit with us, which I knew he would. And... Uh, Made it a little tougher to get in on him on offense and get that first takedown. But he got in on a shot and kind of got in a scramble situation, and we lost the scramble and, and went down 2 nothing, and uh, spent the rest of our time, you know, trying to avoid being turned because he was tough on top. Um, God, Evan got to his feet, I don't know, two, three, four times and was just about out, couldn't get it done. And then <clears throat> Hughes took top second period, which I knew he would, and uh, we're just about out again, got on our feet, just about out, and and he had a little roll-through return on us and about caught him on his back, but uh, he uh, he got two strokes out of the deal before we rolled through. So we're down 4 nothing. We took neutral third period and, and uh, took him down on the edge of the mat to his back, but uh, his knee got trapped underneath us, and so because of that, it elevated Evan's hips so he couldn't get his knees back down to the mat. And with the new out-of-bounds rules, if the knees are off the mat, you get to take down but no near fall. So had a uh, little, little different circumstances. We could have tied it up right there, and it would have went to overtime. But um, you know, it was a good match, that's for sure. No, no short of excitement. Darren Evan has had such a great career, and he wants to get that gold medal down there in Omaha. Both guys, I mean, we could ask Max Hughes the same thing. You had to make this decision to stay at that weight class against a kid that's going to try to be a four-time champion. If you can beat him, then you have an epic story on Saturday. But then there's also that why choose to go up against him at 138. We look at your lineup, and there's really no openings until you get to 195. Can you take us to the decision to leave Evan at 138? 
Well, you know, um, there's a lot of discussion between him and I going 145 early on, and he actually could go down to 132. His lowest weight was 132. And, uh, but, you know, after two years of cutting hard and, and not always feeling the greatest, uh, it was really up to him. And uh, I just I wanted him to have fun, enjoy the sport, and feel good. And so it just turned out 138 was where he feels the best. He can he can eat a lot more and and more or less be on full feed and just focus on on becoming a better wrestler instead of focusing on trying to cut weight every day. So that's that's what the decision was based off of, just where he was going to feel his best. And we both kind of felt like he might be a tad small for 145. Um, and it was really up to him. He he decided. I remember him telling me that you know. I'll either be a zero or a hero. I'll either knock off the three timer or, or I won't, you know, and I just want to have fun and enjoy the sport. So, um, that's really what it was. He, he believes he can beat Max. I mean, he can, he already did once. So, um, we've we got a couple of things we're going to work on and, you know, we're going to get to the finals first. It's yeah. going to be a tough road, tough quarters and, and tough semis. So. Yeah, just get a quick thought from if if it plays out, we'll get Ramon from Valentine, and then most likely uh, outstanding wrestler in White from David City. What do you know about those guys? Well, we've seen Ramon. He's a tough kid. Uh, I don't think when we wrestled him, I don't think we saw his best. Uh, I mean, having beat him twelve to nothing, but um, you know, I, I'm not sure that that was the best that, that he could wrestle. I'm sure we're going to get better and being in the quarterfinals there in the team hunt. So. Tough quarters. Um, I mean, I feel good about it. I mean, Evan controlled the match. He'll, he'll. Uh, right now, he's peaking, so he'll wrestle well there. White. Uh, all I know is what I've seen. We've never wrestled him. Um, yeah, he's kind of a funky wrestler. I have a little bit of film on him from last year when he wrestled Allen. So, kind of know what to expect. Um, you know, it'll be a tough one, but I, I feel confident. I, I think Evan will get it done, and and hopefully we'll see that rematch in the finals. Evan's not your only district champ. Your 220-pounder Diego Guerrera goes in there. Uh, he's got the other side of undefeated Hinojosa of Chase County. What about Diego's district and, and how things stack up for him? Well, you know, Diego actually, he's peaking at the right time, too. He wrestled a heck of a district tournament, and that he's another one. He actually only weighs about 197, so <laughs> he could have easily went 195, but a couple of weeks ago we decided that 220 looked better for him, and... and uh, He's kind of an active, you know, an active kid for 220 and, and has a lot of shots and stuff. So that helps him out. Um, don't know a lot about the kids he's got at state. I looked at his draw. I mean, it looks all right. Um, yeah, we're opposite of the big guns, So, but I don't know enough about the other kids to really tell. Just We spend a lot of time, I tell all our kids, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a draw. So uh, we just, we got to do what we do. We got to work on our stuff and, and, you know, before our matches at districts, I was t- trying to tell my guys we're not we're not here to win matches. We're not here to worry about not losing matches. We're here to score points, and and that's what we're always after. So regardless of who we wrestle, we're just focusing on us and and let the rest take care of itself. Last minute here with Wood River coach Darren Waddington. You take four overall. Carson Thompson had a heck of a draw um, and and lost in the semifinals to uh, Hunter Gilmore, just nine to six. He comes back through and gets the job done. And then you've got Camden Thompson, who finished fourth at one fifty two. Uh, what about the Thompson boys? Yeah, Carson probably had the tournament of his of his year. He um, he had he had his semifinals match won. He he was up 
and uh, oh my gosh, I don't know, maybe 20 seconds left. And you know, maybe in hindsight, being 2020, but we didn't. Not, not like I was yelling at him to shoot or anything like that. But I'm always preaching: just score, score points, keep scoring. If you're up by five, score seven. You know, never ever just sit on a lead because it'll cost you. And he did everything I would tell him to do. He got in on a nice shot, fireman scary, and made a little mistake on it and, and ran over the kid's legs before he swam the waist and got stuck in his spladel and uh, gave up five. So that's how we lost that match. He had it wrapped up, wrestled a phenomenal match. And then uh, but bounced back and wrestled great for third. Uh, Camden, you know, it was not. See, he was seated third, but it was not the third that I wanted. <laughs> in fact, I even, I even in the seating meeting, I was even offering up common opponents and, and losses, trying to get him out of the third seed. Because that's not where I because I knew we were going to have the superior kid seated six, um, and it just wasn't a good draw. But he uh, found a way to get it done. That was a huge match. I knew if he could, you know, win that quarters match, that he'd probably qualify. So, but he, it wasn't a gimme. His, his. Uh, blood and guts round it was a tough match so but proud of him he wrestled well well we got four kids that are going on down to the state meet and uh coach always appreciate the time you give us here to talk wrestling we will see you in omaha congratulations and good luck hey thanks a lot appreciate it that's whatever coach darren waddington with us on the wrestling rally we'll be back with more in a moment Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Best of luck wrestlers from Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Find a new Tech Seed dealer in your area. Proud to support our area wrestlers. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. At Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, and McKay. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare plans. Best of luck, wrestlers. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. They're ranked number one in the state in Class B, and I've never said that on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally because every year when we talk in the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally, Omaha Scott's been ranked number one in Class B going into the state tournament. Not this year. It's the Hastings High Tigers. Coach Austin Weider joins us here. Coach, uh, congratulations. I want to ask you what it's been like representing Class B most of the year as the number one team. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's kind of an it's you know, it's it's nice. A lot of people have congratulated us on that on that number, but you know, I've I've told the kids from from day one that, you know, that's just a number on a piece of paper and um we still gotta work hard every day and um there's just nothing's gonna change that number whether we're one or where we're last, you know. We're we're still gonna work hard and keep the mentality that we've had from day one of the season. So, um like I said, it's a it's a nice number, but um it really don't mean nothing until this next weekend, so we joked with Coach Lenusky, uh Hastings High has probably never rooted so hard for an Adams Central anything as they did yesterday in the heavyweights. <laughs> yeah, what a crazy day it was yesterday. The emotions were just all over the place, you know. 
there were so many things that had to go right for us there at the end, and, and, and things just went right, you know. And, you know, I, I told the kids all weekend, you know, everybody just has a job to do, and, and you do what you need to do, and, and, and everything will play out in the end, you know. And, and uh, yeah, it was exciting to watch that heavyweight match, you know. It was it was kind of getting down to the wire there, and, you know, we got a good relationship with Adam Central and, and Zach Laskowski out there. So I talked to him after that match, and, you know, he was kind of wondering what the heck was going on after he won that match. And, uh, you know, we kind of told him, it, you know, it was coming down to that match for, for us to be able to win that district title. So it was a very interesting day yesterday, you know, and talking with Coach T. Brantz, um man, it was just a nail-biter. You know, he had he had some bullets left in the gun, and, and um you know, unfortunately for his guys, none of those guys capitalized on, on the opportunities they had, and, and that left us with that uh, a point and a half win over those guys. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a very exciting last part of the day yesterday. Talking with Hastings High Wrestling Coach Austin Widener. Now, uh, kind of a unique situation. Uh, you're not taking a ton of Tigers to Omaha, but you had a lot of kids in the finals. You have four district champions, what we call the home run hitters. How did you feel about the number that you're taking to Omaha? Yeah, you know, it's it's always an interesting thing. People are always asking you, you know, before districts, well, how many do you think you're going to take? Well, we're, you know, it's just one of those things that you you, you can't project, you know. Um, in my head, I had a number of 7 to 10. Um, we didn't put a couple of those guys in the heartbreak round. Had some tough, tough, tough draws, you know. Um, but our guys wrestled really, really well. You know, the heart was there and the, and the, and the fire was there. So, um like you said, with those with those heavy hitters we got, you know, we know those guys are going to score points and and um, get some bonus points along the way. So, um, hey, we're satisfied. You know, we placed fifth last year, taking six kids. We had another bullet with Isaac Hunsley this year. So, kind of the kind of the same group we got going back um, this year, just adding Isaac Hunsley to the list there. So, um, Isaac Hunsley should, should be able to score some points for us and and look to have a good weekend next weekend. So. With the seven kids you are taking uh, and looking at the brackets, uh, maybe who's got uh, the tough draw? We always know that somebody might be on the one-two bracket instead of the one-four. Uh, what are you looking at for the draws, especially for your district champs? Yeah, you know, to, to be honest with you, I really haven't looked much over them yet. I've had something to do with my family today, and, and I'll get to them. Um, I've obviously, you know, been getting some text messages and stuff, and 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 hearing a little things here and there. And, I, I, you know, I've kind of glanced at them, you know, just periodically. But I haven't really sat down and studied it yet. So, um, you know, it's a state tournament. Anything can happen. Um, and and I, that's the big thing we're going to stress to our kids that, you know, you're going in with a, with a 0-0 record. Same with that guy. You know, it doesn't matter if we've seen him. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter this weekend. We've seen too many crazy things that can happen. And, and that's the mindset that, that I want these kids to have is, you know, it's 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 an anything that can happen. You just wrestle your best, and 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 whatever happens, happens. So, um, you know, that's we're just going to take one match at a time. You know, if we got to wrestle a, a previous state champ, we're going to wrestle him like um, like like we know how to wrestle, and we're going to just hope the outcome goes our way. Well, Hastings High has had a pretty good run here with Nolan and Connor Laux, and now Connor will be a senior, and he'll be the favorite, I would assume, uh, to, to win the 138-pound weight class. He's always had some good wrestlers to have to fight through during his career. Uh, what about going through it for the last time for Connor? Yeah, you know, that's kind of one of those brackets that um, that we that we kind of, you know, have heard about with uh, Devontae Gutierrez beating us earlier in the year. Um, he, is, he is on the other side of the bracket, so I think that um, – I think that's a, a finals match we would like to see. Um, 
you know, in the finals. Um, but, but like I said before, you know, we're going to take one match at a time because we just never know what can happen. And, and Connor's a seasoned veteran here. You know, he, he knows what he has to do with, with taking one match at a time and, and just putting himself in a position to, to score bonus points for us along the way and, and, and doing his job as a, as a team member of, of being here you know, four straight years in a row. So looking for big things from Connor this year, you know, it's a, a 138 bracket. It says there's some great players, you know, all the way. You got Nolan Berry that dropped down there from, from, from out of central to 138 too. So we wrestled him in the district finals yesterday. Um, great match. You know, I think it was an eight, one score somewhere in there. Um, but you know, you can't, can't take nothing away from Nolan. He's going to, he's going to give you every ounce of energy he's got along that way too. So, very going to be some very exciting matches in that 138 bracket. Another minute here with Austin Widener, the Hastings High coach. They're number one, and uh, you've got three seniors and four sophomores that are going, and one of those is undefeated Bryce Brown. He will be on the same side as another undefeated wrestler in the semifinals if they both get through the first two in Jackson Nielsen. Uh, what about uh, Bryce uh, being able to stay undefeated and yet not be able to wrestle all year long? Yeah, you know, I think Bryce is hungry. Um, he's done everything right, you know, the whole year, even with him not participating the first part of the year. He came to every practice. He did everything we expected. That's that's something you expect from, from somebody that's been in the state tournament, somebody that's been with our program for all these years, you know. Just a sophomore, though, you know. So, so young, and we're, 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 we're excited about getting him back in the state tournament and, um, and seeing what he can do. So, you know, we, we like that matchup, and, and we're just, we're just going to go give him a So. Coach, uh, I guess who do you see as your team that you're going to have to beat? Who is the two or three teams that uh, came through districts well enough that is going to push you in Omaha for a team title? Yeah, that's a that's a tough question. You know, I think any, <laughs> I really, honestly think, in my opinion, anybody in that top five in, in Class B can can really make some noise. You know, with with a couple of the positive, you know. Couple matches go either way, you know. Uh, Blair had an outstanding uh, district tournament, so they they got a lot of guys through. And you know, you, you can't forget about Omaha Scud. You know, they 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 find a way to to get guys there, and they find a way to score points. So you know, the the talk about them kind of haven't been there this year, but man, you just they got the guys that can score points, and and you just can't count them out, you know. And of course, GI Northwest, you know, we only beat them by a point and a half yesterday. You know, they previously beat us in a duel earlier in the year, so you know, in Sydney and Scotts Bluff, you know, it could, it, it's just going to be, it's just going to come down to the wire, and it's just going to. A couple of those matchups are going to play a big role in that team race. Finally, Coach, you'll also be back in Kearney for the uh, dual tournament, although you'll be slid down there with a five seed and take on Plattsmouth right out of the gate here. What about uh, the way your dual team uh, may be able to perform in Kearney at the end of the year? Really, really excited about that dual tournament. You know, we've got a great dual team this year. You know, we've got... We've got a lot of guys that, that can score bonus points, and you know we're we're really young up top, 170 and on up. We're we're sophomores, so um, asking those bigger guys to to do their job of, of not getting in or not giving up bonus points has really benefited. We have really benefited from that this year, and you know, we've asked a lot from those from those upper guys to, to not get in and, and go out there and give it your all. So. You know, like you said, we got those we got those hammers down on the bottom side that we know can score points. So, really, really excited about that dual turn. You know, we were there in 2015, and we're excited to get back there this year. So, well, coach, we get a chance to see you in Omaha. Thanks for giving us some time at a wrestling rally today, and uh, let's see if the Tigers can hold on to that number one ranking a week from today. All right, thank you very much, Doug. I appreciate it.
That's Austin Widener, the head wrestling coach of your Hastings High Tigers. When we come back, Dan Lenusky of Adams Central. And while we have this, we want to let you know that the UNK wrestling team won the MIAA championships again today. They also won the regular season title. They scored 110 points. Fort Hayes State, 74.5. The runner-up, Central Oklahoma, was third with 64.5. Bryce Shoemaker, Zach Stodden, and Matt Malcolm were conference champions. Uh, Keith Serber lost in overtime today. Uh, also, runners-up Talon Seitz lost in overtime. Trey Schlender, T- T- Tevin Briscoe, Josh Portiel, Jared Hendricks were all runners-up today. So that means uh, Hendricks, the heavyweight, had his winning streak come to an end today. A 21-match winning streak. He lost 7-2 to Caleb Cotter of Central Oklahoma, who he had beaten earlier this season. The Lopers will head to the West Regionals in Las Vegas, New Mexico in two weeks. Back with more of the Wrestling Rally next. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. Well, one of the staples of the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally over the years has been talking with Adam Central coach Dan Lenusky. The Patriots able to take six wrestlers to state out of the very tough B2 district, and uh, we are joined by the coach right now. And, Coach, uh, sometimes you say anybody you can get out of a district like that is a plus, but you guys wrestled pretty good uh, overall, and we were just chatting before we came on the air. It was kind of fun at heavyweight, uh, and that decided the team title between Hastings High and Northwest. Just uh, give me your overall thoughts on how the Patriots did this weekend? Well, overall, um, going into it, we thought you know, we could get anywhere from three to six kids, and we thought anything, uh, anything past three or four would be, would be icing on the cake. I got a couple of young kids, Cameron Court and Malachi Hood, that um, just they've been wrestling really well the last two or three weeks, and their records aren't sparkling. But they've been beating some kids with better records than they have, and they've been doing some good things. I thought, you guys... If you wrestle well, you've got a shot. Uh, we do some mental imaging and some psychological, uh, some uh, listening to some psychological tapes and such that I think help psych them up. And I don't know if that worked or not, but um, six kids going to state for us this year with the kind of a rebuilding year is a, is a good bonus for us. Dan, I don't think we've ever talked about this when it relates to wrestling, at least not on the air. So it popped into my head to ask you now. With your military background, does that have you inspire mentally? Uh, is it different coaching young men, whatever the sport is? Uh, do you see that uh, helping you in, in doing some different things with your young men over the years? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question, Doug. Uh, when I did have soldiers, they always told me that I acted more like a coach to them than like a, like a colonel. <laughs> and my wrestlers tell me I'm more like a drill sergeant than a coach sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, I guess it depends where you're standing. But, you know, I, I think a lot of it carries over. I try to – we have some discipline and some standard things. You know, if they cuss, they have to turn over and do 25 push-ups, no questions asked. And it kind of become ingrained over the year. They don't look to see if they got caught. They just 
kind of roll over and do it. Uh, they realize it'll help them in the long run, and they also realize that it's just kind of a, a self-disciplined thing. So, yeah, I think military has helped me uh, become a better coach for sure. Well, let's talk about your kids. Your district champion was your uh, heavyweight, and Zach Wisnikowski, and he needed to win for Hastings to win the team title over Northwest, and we were joking that probably never had that many Tigers rooting for Patriots in the past. Take me through not only his performance, but what the atmosphere was like for that final match of the districts. Well, uh, we weren't in the team race at all, uh, so I really wasn't paying too much attention, but I knew Hastings High and Grand Island Northwest were battling back and forth, and um, the Pape boy from Hastings High, he won his weight class at 170, but he was the last Tiger to be wrestling, so GI Northwest still had uh, kids at the last four weights, and I think uh, they've got a real stud there at uh, 195, and or... Uh, 182 or 195, one or the other, and he got a pin, and that put them within a point or so of Hastings High. And so then the 220-pounder didn't quite get through for Northwest, so it came down to the heavyweight. And all the uh, all the Hastings High kids, they knew exactly where they stood. They knew exactly what needed to happen. And so they're chanting Zach's name, and Zach is not paying attention to the team race. He's like, why, why do we have so many fans in orange and black here? <laughs> So I played to him and said, man, they they want your help to win that team title. Um, so it it was kind of fun that the whole town of Hastings there was was all together rather than against each other, I guess. And Zach, uh, you know, wrestled. He's still a little bit uh, behind from an injury, but he wrestled okay and got a real nice double-leg takedown at the edge of the mat. The kid kind of lost his balance. Zach hit a takedown with about 30 seconds left to kind of seal the deal. Uh, and he, he had a and he, you know had a pretty nice uh, crowd chanting him on, which was, which was it was just fun, fun atmosphere for Zach. Talk with Adam Central Wrestling Coach Dan Lodowski here on our Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. Nolan Berry has had such an outstanding career for you, and of course he is in the same weight class uh, with Connor Laux, as good as there is uh, in Class B. Tell me a little bit about that match and what you can expect from Nolan with his draw and and what he's got ahead of him in Omaha. Uh, well, that's also interesting. Nolan's wrestled 145 most of the year, but his weight just kept kind of hovering around 141 and 140. So we just decided to make that drop. It wasn't too hard for him with his discipline, uh, knowing that there's there's probably two kids, one being Connor Laux, that that we'd have to deal with. So again, kind of an ironic situation. We think we're the third or fourth best kid at that weight in the state, and yet we're only second in our community. Yeah. Uh, but Connor Laux is just, he has such a good grip. He is, he really is measured in all the shots he takes and the moves he makes. Uh, you just can't find a chink in his armor. He's just a solid, solid kid. And it looks like maybe if he can get out of his first-round match, that first-round match is going to be a pretty tough one here against uh, the kid from West Point Beamer, also a 40-win kid. Well, we've got some common op- opponents with him, so... Uh, we don't dislike the draw. We think if, you know, that's one spot that we thought we have a chance. And, you know, as I said, Nolan Barry believes he's the top three at state. And, and I certainly think he's got that shot. So, yeah, he could lose it. But Nolan's, you know, he doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes either. Uh, he made Connor Laux earn every point yesterday. Uh, and I think if he gets beat, that that kid's going to have to really have a heck of a match to do it.
Take me through your other four uh, real quick here, Dan. Caleb Ackles is your other senior going at 145 pounds, and then you've got Obermiller, Court, and uh, Hood. You talked about Court and Hood there a little bit, but uh, maybe some on Tristan and Caleb, but what, uh, what you expect from them. Well, uh, Caleb has been in that heartbreak round for three years straight, or, or actually for two years straight, and this year I talked a little bit, and I said, you know, this semifinal match is important for you so that you don't have to really sweat and go back through those heartbreak round and uh his semifinal match was just oh he just wrestled outstanding beat a good kid from aurora um and then even in his finals match he wrestled a canoyer kid from waverly to a one zero battle and you know that kid's dad is a husker all-american so he's he's got some real solid practice in his living room during the commercials and such. <laughs> it's um you know caleb's kind of just been a a kid that's not a great athlete, but he kept improving in football, kept improving in wrestling, you know, hit the weight room hard and kind of did some of the things that, that it takes to get there. I think in that first round match or so, he's got a good shot. Uh, if not, I think he's got a pretty good chance to work through the wrestlebacks a little ways. And then, you know, crazy things happen at state. All we can do is say, be ready because you never know what's coming next. And let's be ready for that, that next shot. Uh, Tristan Obermiller, man, it was, uh, the, the 106 weight class had like four or five rated kids in it. It was even like the Dylan Miller from Hastings High has been rated all year and he didn't get through. It was just such a tough weight. And, uh, Tristan lost to the number six kid right away. And we really thought that that was going to, uh, you know, cause some, some troubles. We had to beat a 31 and 13 kids just to get to the heartbreak round. Then he had to uh, to get into state. He had to beat uh, uh, Grady Aaron's from GI Northwest, another 30 match winner. And so he was a, just a solid freshman. And and then for third and fourth, the kid to beat him first round ended up <laughs> being there again. And we couldn't figure him out the second time. So uh, you know, Tristan's got a shot at at meddling at state. He's had a solid year, and we'll just have to. Hopefully, get him ready this week and and get down to link or down to Omaha and find out what what we can do. Yeah, definitely one of the toughest weight classes of anywhere in the state was that B one hundred six. Hey Dan, we'll let you get back to your day. We always appreciate you giving us some time on a wrestling rally. Good luck to you and the Patriots in Omaha. Hey, thank you, Doug. Appreciate the coverage. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including mobile deposit right from your smartphone. Local bank, local decisions. Local means us. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, wrestlers. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Office equipment, supplies, and service. That's what LaserTech of Nebraska offers you. LaserTech, putting the serve back in service, doing what can't be done every day and the impossible with two days' notice. LaserTech in sunny downtown Shelton. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. 
Of course, yesterday we were over at the D3 district meet with 21 total schools competing, and the uh, Elwood Pirates among those that were on hand. Andrew Christinger, the head coach at Elwood, joins us here on our Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. And, Coach, uh, thanks for the time. Congratulations. Kid had a pretty good uh, weekend over there at uh, Elm Creek. Yeah, thank you. It was, it was all right. You get competed real well yeah, for you the get, most part. You get three kids through, I guess, First off, I mean, it's not the deepest team of all time, but you, uh, of the kids that you got, pretty quality. I guess tell us about uh, what the wrestling room has been like for you this year and some of the positives and some of the difficulties when you don't have a full squad. Yeah, the kids actually, they worked hard all year for me. You know, we had 10, you know, probably the most we've had in a while, you know, five or six years. And we were young, like five freshmen I think we had on the team, so a lot of learning. Big learning curve, but the upperclassmen helped. And, you know, when you got a couple freshmen that have wrestled for a while, that they, you know, they don't miss a beat and they help the, the new kids. So you kind of skip around, uh, as you said, if you at least have some weight classes, you've got some good practice room partners, but you didn't really bookend uh, your kids uh, kind of uh, starting uh, at the lower weights. You get to Kent there is at 113, then you go to Raul at 138, then the freshman Connor at 152. Uh, have they had enough work in the practice room to help get them better throughout the year? Oh, yeah. You know, we got a six-pounder that was really undersized, and he actually really pushed Kent and made them both better. And then, you know, our 20-pounder bumped up from 13 when Kent got healthy. And so Kent had great workout partners. And then Connor and Raul and, you know, our 45-pounder Caleb, who fell short, those three. And then you throw my 60-pounder in, who was a freshman, who's, you know, strength-wise, he's, he's tough. And them four just battled all year. And that, I mean, that pushed them. That's that helps big time when you got enough kids in there to push each other. Four kids, I believe, if I counted right, uh, get to the heartbreak round, but were unable to uh, advance on. You had a couple more that did. Uh, what about how they? Uh, how about those kids that were just one win away? Oh, you know, it's it was a struggle watching some of them. The, our forty-five pounder was a senior, and he was there for three straight years in that heartbreak round and lost every year and. You know, that one that one kind of hurt Stung a little bit for us because we thought he was a go for us. But, you know, ran into a kid we beat earlier in the year, and that kid performed and, you know, got us. And so that one struggled. But the other two that made it, you know, it was, we thought they were going to go there. That's how we thought we were going to make it to state was going through the heartbreak round. So, you know, we had them prepared for that. And like we tell every one of our kids, it takes two losses to get out of that tournament, and they battled through. So it, it was it was a good it was a good heartbreak round for us. You know that forty five pounder stung a little bit, but it was all in all, it was a good good round for us. Well, let's talk about the kids that are going. Andrew Christopher joining us from the uh, Elwood Wrestling uh, Program, and uh, they are able to take three kids now. A couple of them are uh, fourth place finishers there in Kent Ray and Raul Klaus. Uh, talk about the draws and what you're expecting from them in Omaha. Oh, you know, we got okay draws. I guess I haven't really studied the brackets quite, you know, as hard as I normally do, but they got all right draws, I guess. You know, they're both coming off injuries, and we didn't know if we were going to get Kent back, but he came back and fought through it. So, and he's been down there. He's He's been down this road at the four spot, wrestling a one right away. So he knows what to expect. Um, Raul, he's, 
first time down there, so he's going to have big eyes, so we just got to get him ready to wrestle. And if he performs, you know, he could squeeze in there and get a medal if, if he wants to, decides to. Well, and one of the quickest pins that we saw yesterday was uh, from your district champion, freshman Connor Schutz. He's 33-6. and six. He's state-rated for you. This is a pretty loaded bracket when you take a look at the other three district champions. He's on the side with Bodie Jensen, who's undefeated. The kid from Morrill has two losses. Of course, Don Chensky has just one loss. So maybe he drew in into an okay spot here. But uh, what about this freshman? What would it take for him to get a, a couple of wins down there? You know, we drew perfect in the bracket. We got kid from Plainview right away that, you know, we wrestled. It was, a, it was a close match. We wrestled earlier, and we beat him in Amherst invite. So I like that draw. And then our quarters is the kid we wanted to draw. We didn't want to draw oh out of one of them districts. But we drew perfect. You know, he's set up to be in the semis and get a medal down there. He, he shows up and wrestles like he did districts, you know. He could. He's going to surprise some people down there, I think. Talk about his development a little bit, Andrew. I mean, you've got a, a freshman. Anytime they're out of out those first three or four weight classes, anything over 32, uh, you're usually wrestling a lot of upperclassmen, and he did that to this weekend, too. Talk about his development through the year. You know, he we knew he was special coming in. We didn't know if we were going to get him from basketball, to be honest, from here. <laughs> He's a pretty good basketball player, too. But, you know, wrestling runs in his family, and he came over, and we knew he was going to be special. We didn't know where he was going to fit in. You know, the lineup, we knew he was going to have a spot. But once we settled, you know, we wrestled 60 early in the year. Then we dropped to 45, and we knew 52 was where he should be, so we got there. And, you know, he's been wrestling pretty lights out lately. One conference and, you know, yesterday one districts. He's he's pretty tough. He's And he's gotten better. You know, our practice room with those four kids at, at 38, 45, and 60 really helped him. And he, you know, made it a goal not to get scored on the practice room, and he really hasn't very much. And he, like I said, he's, he's, he's pretty tough for a freshman wrestling, you know, in a man's weight. Well, it looks like we're going to have a little fun potentially down there again for the Elwood Privates in, uh, in Omaha. So, Coach, we appreciate you giving us a few minutes to talk about your kids here on the wrestling rally. Always uh, have fun talking to the Elwood folks. So good luck down there in Omaha. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Andrew Kissinger, head wrestling coach at Elwood. That wraps up our coaches and our wrestlers. We'll wrap it up with Ross Halford and some final thoughts from Husker Matt when we return. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Klingelhofer Well Drilling in Amherst would like to take this time to wish the area wrestlers the best of luck. Klingelhofer is a very proud supporter of high school athletics and academics. Try hard, do your best, and that makes you a winner on and off the mat. Good luck, Amherst wrestlers and coaches from Klingelhofer Well Drilling. Well, Ross Halford of Husker Matt is back with us. Be sure to follow along at huskermat.com, and uh, you can follow Ross on Twitter as well. Let's talk about, as you mentioned at the beginning, you think there might be some huge, huge matches on Thursday. There's always a couple, but maybe more than usual. Ross, you think we're going to have some big quarterfinals? Yeah, um, you know, I'm making my way through the brackets right now, and, and, and I've been through A, and um, 
started to look at B, and we'll get to the rest of them. But just looking at Class A, where, of course, maybe it's because you serpentine all four districts. Um, you know, I'm not sure, but for a lot of reasons here, quarterfinal matches in, in Class A, I think I've noted, uh, I think, 15 or so. Uh, in particular, 132, which is probably the best um, overall uh, weight class in the state this year. Um, you know, potential of eight uh, state medalists and eight, you know, state finalists or guys that could win that thing as well. And they all match up in the quarterfinals. You have four incredible quarterfinals um, um, on uh, on Thursday at that bracket, but. You know, you look at a, a, a possible uh, Knopic from Millard South, Nemechek, uh, Zebley Nemechek uh, as well. You could have an Alford and Ruffin uh, 170 quarterfinal match uh, um, um, as well. And uh, just just a lot of them uh, in those uh, in those weights. Wells, Wagstaff uh, looks good. So, um, yeah, a bunch of those and, and, you know, semifinals, of course, too. And, Again, I haven't been all the way through the, the Class Bs, but I've got at least uh, um, 10, and I'm only on like the 138s right now uh, as well. So, um, yeah, those first rounds are going to be um, phenomenal. We have, of course, B and C will get things underway the early session uh, this year, and then uh, A and D will get underway uh, in the afternoon. Sometimes we get some bad draws out there as well, uh, where the one and two, I mean, I know that uh, Class D heavyweight was one that I looked at where uh, the state final from last year could happen in the semifinals. How many other significant matches like that might we see before Saturday? Well, um, certainly... Uh, um, I guess early on, I mean, right off the bat, I, I saw maybe an Obermiller um, and a Rubino Obermiller out of uh, Hastings Adams Central. Uh, he was fourth out of that really tough uh, Beatrice 106 district, which left, I think, two state medal caliber kids uh, um, back home um, with uh, Aaron's out of Northwest and Miller out of Hastings. He didn't qualify out of that district. But Obermiller, uh, amazingly enough, the fourth uh, kid out of that district, so... Uh, could meet uh, Rubino um, early on. Uh, that would be a first-round match. Definitely one that uh, um, you'll want to watch uh, for sure. But you know, I, I think you know, just in terms of some of these big matches that that you can see down at state, um, a lot of them we have seen already this year, and they'll be highly anticipated rematches. We, we saw a bunch of those yesterday uh, across the state, with the way that the districts um, set up this year, but. You know, at the top of the list uh, for me, well, I really want to see 195 in Class B, and uh, I know that each of these kids have some work to do uh, to get to the finals, but, you know, when you talk about uh, Sam Coulterman from Wahoo, who was a state runner-up a year ago in Class B, 182, and then you talk about Grady Grease from, uh, from from Grand Island Northwest, the sophomore, and what he's done on the year. I mean, it's just one of the most amazing seasons that you'll ever see. Uh, how can you be any more dominant than, than Grady has been this year? Kids 51-0. I think he's got 47 contested matches. He's pinned 47 kids. He's not gone to the third period once. And I think, you know, he's got an equally uh, talented uh, and dominating kid, um, you know, across from him potentially in the state finals uh, in Sam Coulterman from um, Wahoo. So, you know, something has to give uh, in that match. And, uh, you know, I, I mentioned on uh, on on our show uh, earlier that you know I'd love to be able to uh, you know to, to be able to talk to a coach who 
kid has wrestled uh, each one of those and just see what's going to happen when those two um, potentially tie up on the next Saturday afternoon. I mean, something has to give. I just don't know what it's going to be and what the outcome of that is going to be. But you don't get matches like that very often, and I think that it deserves all of the uh, potential hype that um, that it will receive. So. Talk with Ross Halford of Husker Matt. Do want to take a look at uh, districts involving what will happen at the uh, state dual championships and some of the same old, same olds, but we're going to have some new players in there. It's going to look a little different. I think maybe the story is is this is going to be it for Carney hosting the state duels and will the state duels survive after this year? Before we got, get your thoughts on that, Ross, mm-hmm. what about how the things stacked out this uh, stacked up for the following week here in Carney? Yeah, you know what's really interesting about Class A is the uh, number of non-Metro, non-Omaha teams that that are in the state duels. Um, you know, maybe Omaha is just in a down cycle right now. You know, it's hard to pinpoint that. But I mean, Lincoln East, Kearney, Columbus. Uh, you know, Gretna. You can kind of consider, I guess, the Omaha um, area, Burke, North South, but then Grand Island and Lincoln Southeast. So really, just three Omaha teams, which is um, you know fairly significant, I think. Um, terms of class a but you know we've we've seen lincoln east and, and carney uh you know duel twice this year uh things uh, have changed a little bit for carney um you know, since then but uh i would expect that uh if lincoln east does win uh, a uh a uh, state team title next week as i will predict will happen um you know carney will uh will, will definitely look for a measure of revenge uh, in the following week but you know, Columbus will be the third seed. What a job Coach Keyswitter's done up there with that group um, this year. They win that tough A3 uh, district um, out at North Platte yesterday. And, you know, in Class B, I mentioned earlier that I think you'll have a split this year, and I think it will repeat just as it did a year ago where when Gretna was in Class B, um, you know, they didn't get the, uh, the state tournament title, but the next week they turned around and they got Omaha Scud. I think that will repeat. I think Scott will win in Class B, but when it comes to the dual format, um, I think they've got too many. Um, they got too many weights that you know they just have question marks at, and, uh, and so you know you can uh, see you know either Blair, Grand Island Northwest, they a Hastings um, come through and and win that, and in the, in Class C, uh, Aquinas leads the qualifiers with eleven um, as well, but uh, certainly. Valentine and Broken Bow, um, they've met in, in the dual format. Uh, they really battled each other down to the wire out west, and uh, I, I like both of those uh, those teams. Um, and in Class D, you know, again, I think everybody would be surprised if the state duels didn't come down to you know, Elkhorn Valley and a, and a Burwell. Um, Class D state duels are very interesting because um, – it just drops off after, you know, the fifth team, which is Tri-County. But you're getting down into some teams here that only qualified four kids to the uh, to the, to the state tournament, Amherst and, and Cambridge. Um, that D2 district that I was at in Oakland Creek brought four. Uh, dual teams to uh, Omaha, but, well, you see a drop-off. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, we have a numbers issue uh, in, in Class D. There's no question about it. Um, you know what? What to do about that? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I think one of the one of the big topics uh, this week is uh, is definitely been and discussion has definitely been about 
with serpentine the entire state. Um, you know, right now they've left the far west uh, B, C, and D alone, and I think that's going to change next year. I think it has to change. Um, you know, when you when you have the D four district and you have one wave that there's only four kids at, and you're qualifying, you know, by by participating, um, that's an issue. When you have uh, brackets that only have wrestlers with two winning records, um, that's a problem. So I think you'll see that next year, based on everything that I've heard. Uh, there's some a lot of movement and proposals to get that done. So. So, Ross, two things. One, if that happens, would it be feasible to not necessarily have a school host? So let's say Kearney's not going to have the state duels anymore. Let's have a couple of districts held in Kearney or held in Grand Island that don't involve necessarily all the East teams. Has there been any discussion about th- something like that? Well, I, I have not heard that specifically in, in terms of the proposals. But, yeah, it would make sense. I mean, you know, if you want to have, uh, you know, a rule that says, hey, we have to have, you know, at least one West team uh, host the district, uh, the furthest West, or they want to move to like a, a central type of a, you know, location. Um, I, I don't see what the, what the issue is with that. I mean, you know, from the NSA's perspective, it's, you know, it's all about the gate money now. If they do, you know, go to one of those, you know, more <clears throat> public uh, events like that or public venues like that. Again, it's all about money here. What's it going to cost? And, you know, is that impact on bottom line? So um, I, I don't know. I have not heard that that uh, that discussion, but uh, I suppose that it could be something that, that might be introduced. So, And the state duels, what do you think the future of that will actually be? Well, again, next year um, the plan is that they will move the state duels instead of after the state tournament, which has always been a big point of contention. Um, as well, they're going to move it to the week before districts, which is also the conference uh, week yeah. for a lot of schools across the state as well. So, like somebody said, they said, "Well, these conference tournaments will just go by and they'll go away." And uh, you know, I, I think that you know, on the surface, that makes a lot of sense to have the uh, state duels prior to the uh, prior to the state uh, tournament uh, again. To be uh, kids that are checked out, and uh, you know they they've had enough after the uh, individual state tournament, and uh, so that's I think that's where it's headed, and uh, it'll look uh, much different uh, a year from uh, from now. Ross, always appreciate the info and the chat, and uh, we can't wait to see you down at the CenturyLink Center in Omaha on Thursday. Always appreciate the time here on the rally, and uh, thanks for all you do for the sport. Yeah, thank you so much, Doug. We'll see you on Thursday. Ross Halford of Husker Matt will wrap up the Classic Hits 20th Annual Wrestling Rally after this. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Heartland County Health System and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba would like to take this time to wish all the state wrestlers the very best of luck. Congratulations on all the hard work it took you to get there. Heartland County Health Systems and Heartland Family Medicine in Alba, your county, your health care, close to home. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dents and door dings. Auto glass replacement, Unicure spray baking booth that simulates a factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality baked finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden. 
Well, folks, uh, we always want to say thanks to all the coaches, all the wrestlers that took time out of their Sunday, and especially you, the listeners, for making our wrestling rally. I can't believe this is the 21st one of them that we've done. And uh, to all of our sponsors, thank you so much. It's not done. We will be at the CenturyLink Center in Omaha all day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, giving you the very latest special coverage on ESPN's Doug and Daddy show Thursday and Friday at 11 a.m. And, of course, we will be bringing you live coverage of the Friday night semifinals, which is just outstanding wrestling. Uh, starts at 5 o'clock. We'll be on the air around 4.45 live on Friday. Subdistrict basketball Tuesday. We will be in Holdridge, Kearney Catholic, Minden Girls at 5, Wood River and Gibbon at 7, the finals Thursday, and more basketball into the postseason along with wrestling. And then, of course, coverage of the wrestling duels on Saturday, February 24th, which will be at the UNK Health and Sports Center one final time. For our producers and engineers, our coaches, our sponsors, our wrestlers, we wish you all the best of luck, and we sign off as we have for the past 20 years, hoping that you and your favorite wrestler will be able to be a part of the best moment in all of high school sports next Saturday at 2 o'clock when they play the Parade of Champions. Again, B and C get things underway Thursday morning at 9.30. Classes A and D will take the mat for their first matches next Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock. We leave you with Queen, and we hope you have a chance to be a champion next week. This is Doug Duda saying thanks for listening to the 2018 Classic Hits Wrestling Rally. You can find out more at Platte River Press. If you missed any of it, our podcast of today's show will be up early tomorrow afternoon, so you can check that out. Also check us out on Facebook with photos from throughout the year and from the state wrestling tournament at platriverpreps.com.